Hello and welcome to Willy Cadre, the Washington Hordes podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm Mike. Because it's weird now. A, Alex isn't here to interrupt, and then he's not here to say his bit. What do I do I'm, now? It's amazing. I'm I, I'm I'm not Alex, so I okay. I'm Kurt. I'm not Alex either. I'm Benj. That's it. Oh, can we make this a regular thing? There's no Nick. It's so nice. <laughs> That, Only that. if I can talk about Babylon 5. <laughs> no, that, 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 that's me. I never really got into that. Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you a story. In the beginning. <laughs> all alone in the night. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> so. Uh, there is a hole in your mind. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is just going to be the Babylon be a theme. Works episode, isn't it? Might be a theme. Yeah. A yeah, I'm who, a, are I'm, I've got, like, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Um, yes. So, thought we'd start off with a little bit of news. Um, yes, we're seeing the promotion of most of the junior warcasters to full warcaster status. They obviously got good behaviour or something. Yes. Uh, either that or it was the plan all along because, quite frankly, uh, Jake's at the end of War Machine Tactics is a full warcaster. Oh. Uh, I didn't play the end to, to the end myself. I kind of stopped playing once I, I, I realised it was... Just the beta at that point, and I've never gone back. I will do I've it at some point. Played. I never but... played it. Like the screenshots, I never played it. Uh, so the uh, the first one we got is uh, Alison Jakes, who is now full signal warcaster, as stated, um, with two swords. Yeah, big sword, little sword. Yep. Um... box. <laughs> Sorry. Well, quite. Uh, some people have been saying these are the tips of the spear that Sturgis had. Made into swords. Uh, yeah, those are those are his uh, his speary bits. Yeah, because obviously he dies and goes to Cricks. Um, yeah, uh, it's it, it's an interesting sculpt. I'm I'm not entirely convinced by the posing. I have to say, I feel like there's there's something about that offhand that is slightly badly positioned, or like she's in the middle of a Mexican standoff that we can't see. It does feel like that. Um, she's doing a bit of a groove, kind of looking my it. It's it's a bit of an interesting look. I will say that there's a couple of other poses um, in the collection of uh, preview art that they gave us that I think I would have liked more. And, and in honesty, the, the pose sketch for the one they chose looks a bit better. So I don't know if it's just an awkward photograph. Uh, <laughs> hey, it wouldn't be the first time. Uh, the one of uh, Ashlyn is equally bad as a photograph. The, the model is actually slightly better than that. Because it's just posed so weirdly and photographed from a weird angle, it's it doesn't show off the model well. Um, recurring theme at Privateer occasionally. Please, please get a better model photographer. Oh, harsh. I, I I can only say it as I see it. So um, I, mm. I, I, they have some fantastic models. They put some fantastic paint schemes on them, and for for whatever reason, the photos they take for the actual model pages, some of them are quite unflattering to the final model. Um, some are quite good, but there's quite a few that sit there and go, hmm, this, this, this is not how the thing looks. But anyway, um, some very nice concept art, well, some very nice uh, character art to go along with it uh, by uh, Jeremy Chong of uh, Jake's fighting off a load of uh, Mechanithrals as well. Okay. I'm conscious no one's else, no one else is commenting, so you know I must be saying some absolute fried gold here. So. I, haven't <laughs> seen, I haven't seen the picture, so I can't comment. I I quite like the 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 actual um, the pose and everything. Um, 
of the first piece of concept art where she's actually uh, sort of standing there quite defiantly looking down on a mechanothrol with both her daggers at her arms. And I kind of wish they'd gone from that. And after I saw that piece of concept art, which was in the last um, No Quarter, I kind of like lost a bit of interest in the model. There are better models in that entire list There's, uh, that we'll get to probably. But I love her as a character despite her terrible voice actress in the game. Uh, <laughs> which is, so, well, when, yeah, when, I, when it, I played it, there was no voice acting. So. It's, it's like a posh, tri- uh, a posh tracer, essentially. It's very... Oh, tracer? Oh, that, yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Tracer being from Overwatch, Kurt, it's a video game that they play. Oh, I was, on, I was on the person that, that puts the um, ink on top of the uh, comics. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> you tracer. Sorry. Yeah. And comment as well, actually. Obviously, it's, it's, uh, and and, and Benj... Benj, before we go any further, you are banned from Tracer Impressions. Really? Yes. I've been doing a lot of them. Tracer. I'll bleep them. Okay. Um, or like I'll an make e-sports you... athlete. Or, like I did for Alex one episode, I'll make you sound like a chipmunk. <laughs> well, that's obnoxious, really. I sped him up 1.4 times. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's uh, Alice and Jake's. Uh, it should be um, sort of uh, an answer as well. These are going to be available over Gen Con weekend from the Privateer Press store. Uh, I believe alternate sculpts to these will be coming out later as full releases. I don't know about that. No, there's Nobody's actually said anything regarding that, Mike. So that could oh, well, be scuttled up. Yeah, the, 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 the characters will eventually be reaching full retail, but initial release, Gen Con. And we have had it confirmed that is their official release. Well, so they, Gen Con. So they're they, table, they're table they are tournament legal from Gen Con onwards. Uh, and they at Gen Con and Gen Con alone, they will be ADR legal as well. Good. Mm. Okay. So the next one on the list is um, Sovereign Tristan Durant. Sovereign. Yes. Edward uh, <laughs> Elkerson, the Sith Lord version of his original youthful and fresh-faced self. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Um. I'll, I'll be honest. He um he looks to take some inspiration from Krios. He does. I would say a lot of inspiration from Krios. And a bit from Bumblebee. In, in fact, Krios with a big stick is kind and of face, and Bumblebee's hate face. <laughs> yeah, I kind of see where you're going for from that. This is just like Bumblebee. <laughs> All right. Um. <clears throat> yeah, sculpt's okay. Um. I'd say it's yeah changing the world or uh, <laughs> setting it on fire. Um, I think he's just doing exactly that, though. Yes. Uh, well, yes, quite. Mm. Uh, again, some very nice concept art. In fact, they appear to have some sort of... It almost looks like the, the, the storyboards for a cinematic on the page that he's on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, again, great concept art from uh, PP, from, uh, was it uh, Mike Viancourt? Yeah, it's, it's two of them. It's the, oh, it's the Italian one, which has the... No, Andrew right. Roderto. Yeah, so he's a uh, he's pretty good. Um, oh, he's good. Yes, and Andrew Roderto uh, did sort of most of the Forces War Machine books for uh, Mark II. Uh, some very good, large scale dynamic art pieces very. with Love it. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Um, and they actually seem to be they seem to have used his art style as very much a launching point for everything further. Because uh, if you look back at a lot of the Mark One stuff, there's a there's an art style that's been left behind. Yeah, it's it's very like interesting. Uni style, yeah. Going for uh, yeah, going for much more sort of uh, realism is a good word for it, but it's not 
but yes. Yeah, I, as real as you can be with you know large magic wielding. Uh, it's people. more okay. It's just, well, let's go away from realism. It's a heroic style rather than a slightly cartoony style. Yes, yes, yes. Because that's obviously has a couple of different connotations depending on how you interpret it. But um, yeah. yes, it's, it's a heroic style rather than the kind of. I mean, the trolls looked a bit cartoony and things yeah. like that as well, and some of the other factions did too early on. Um, but the uh, the sculpt itself, um, perfectly fine. Um, I, I I dare say that uh, the 3D render that's on the page actually looks better than the um, the fully painted version. I think because of the positioning of the wrist and cause he, he's got his spear very much sort of pointed forwards with the 3D render, but it's almost going back on himself in the actual model. So I I, I don't know whether there did some construction issues there or last minute changes to the model. Don't know. Yeah, but uh, I think with a little bit of repositioning, which should be fairly possible with that kind of model, um, it can look as good as that 3D render. And uh, yeah, it's it can set the world on fire, indeed. Uh, good, good, solid Manoth model that uh, has the usual fiddly bits that uh, good painters will love. And fjords, yes. <laughs> well, quite. Uh, next up, we have the Predator. Uh, I mean, Iarcos. <laughs> oh come on! Yeah, he's always been. His one is. Um... So Doug Hamilton is it that's done the sculpt for that one? Yes. It, it was going good. It was going good. The concept art is amazing. Uh, and then there's lots of discs that are supposed to be like armor, I guess, and they kind of look a bit silly on the um, on the 3D sculpt. Oh, it's it's sort of like a circular scale mail. Yeah. Um, I, I can see what you mean. Um, yeah, it, it's 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 certainly an interesting sculpt. <laughs> I can. I can see where it's going. Uh, it's perhaps a little busy for my tastes because you've kind of got this big billowing jacket and then you've got that sort of circular scale mail and then you've got the chains hanging all over it. And then you've got all the sort of buckles and belts and the big claw and the spear and the weird horned helmet and the dreadlocks. It's like there's there's a lot of stuff going on in that model. There is. A little too much. Yeah, I, but... I, I, I do really like the concept art and I think if you kept the the painting relatively simple on him and didn't go overboard, I actually think that would look like a much cleaner model. Mm. Uh, I'm not. I think you know how how they've actually got the um the, the version of the website painted up is is quite nice. I think it just toned back just a little bit because it's got sort of two maybe three colours that are trying to draw your eye uh, and that they're, they're, they're competing and it's losing focus. Yeah, uh, I think maybe if you cut out either sort of the, the reds or um, switched it back to being one metal rather than gold and silver, it might look a bit more cohesive as a model. Um, mm. But that that's just personal opinion. Um, again, I think I think you're going to make that look good in any Crix army. Obviously, if people are wondering why we're not giving uh, rules um, excerpts for these, it, it's because we don't know. It's because there ain't none. Yes. Uh, you will find out when we do at uh, Gen Con over the weekend. I, I presume there will be some sort of update for uh, War Room. Can I ask a yep. silly question? Is Gen Con this weekend? Yes. Wow. 4th uh, till the 5th? Uh, no, 4th till the 7th, sorry. I yeah, I, I've been sure. getting constant updates on Twitter from all and sundry about how they're already at Gen Con and they're watching the halls being filled out and there's there's Dice Tower going around and previewing new board games. and It's, it's all go. Cool. Yeah. Um, so that, 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 that's on our cost then. Uh, next up on the list is Elara, who looks elven. My favourite uh, so far, next to Jake's probably. The yeah. the only thing 
that I wish there was for this model is that the original concept art had the goggles up, and I prefer that though. Mm. Uh, I think everything else absolutely fine. Uh, the pose is good, very dynamic. Uh, got uh, they went through a lot of iterations on that weapon. I mean, there's what there's yeah eight, eight different versions of her double bladed whatever. Um, and yeah, it's yeah they came with a good version. It looks fine. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, um, I must say there was something when I noticed in her concept art that um, um, she seems to be running through branches, okay. which, is a bit, if, which is a bit weird. If you have a look at her, it, it just seems a bit weird. Like, can she, can stealth mean, I think she's got stealth for a start. It, look, definitely... it looks like at least some members of her group are doing the uh, Naruto uh, running through the tree branches thing. Yeah. That's a quick anime reference for the real nerds amongst you. Yay. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, you, you yeah. don't need, you don't need to know. You don't want to know. See, the thing is, I used to think I was an anime nerd, but you've definitely surpassed me on that on many fronts. I've not kept up to date with it. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> retro anime nerd. That's what I am. Yeah. If it was made in the '90s or the '80s, I'm all over it. So I'll all. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, again, not much to say about Elara um, except it's a, it's a good um, dynamic sculpt. Uh, again, concept art by uh, Jeremy Chong, uh, which fits in well with the new style. Yeah, not much more to say. Uh, Doug Hamilton again doing that one and pretty good. Yeah, pretty damn good. He's generally a good sculptor. And and this is the this is the uh, Irisk three essentially. Or oh. um, he's the odd one out, I believe. He's sculpted by somebody completely different. Irisk 0.4, I think we decided earlier on, didn't we? 0.4. Um, his legs don't match his body and don't match the concept art. I don't think the sculptor got the memo, really. They just uh, uh, someone just said M Bison and emailed it. Carlos Castagna. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I think the, the issue with the piece is you've got so this you've got a dynamic coat because it's clearly blowing against him, and he's in the middle of action because it's sword down this side. He's clearly aiming with his pistol. But the problem is that if you kind of lop off the sides of the image so you can't see his arms or the coat. He's got a very rigid central body. Yeah. He's yeah. mid pirouette. Yeah, it's his feet are together, and it, he just looks like if he fired, he'd topple over backwards. Yeah, um, he's he's he doesn't fit Cadle. He doesn't even with the armor and everything. He doesn't fit that kind know. of. I think it's just not very novel and new. I think he fits Cadle. It's just not very novel. Really, I thought we got past this with Cadle. This kind of. I, I actually think, and I said this before the show, I will say it again now. I think it would have been a much better model had they used uh, yeah. the the illustration that uh, was it Svetlin Velinov uh, did beforehand, which is a really dynamic piece where you've got Malakov firing into the distance with one hand, but with the other, he's pulled in the nearest Winter Guardsman to use as a bullet shield. Yeah, that's and dynamic. It, that. It's a fantastic piece of artwork, and I think if if you could capture something like that of how he's you know he's obviously you know, pushing forward, determined for the cause, but he will do it at any cost, and that that perfectly captures what Malakov has been said to be, um, and I'm not sure the model does. No, um, if we're going for that. I mean, a lot of the casters, even Harkovich has a lot more character with his um, Ica goggles and giant ham that he's carrying, metal I, ham. I actually think that 
if you could somehow separate the legs and either repose them or put some different ones on so that he's in a more planted stance, a little bit lower down, that he'd work a lot more. I'm, I might use Irisk 2's body, and uh, or legs at least, and maybe repurpose some of the top end of the model. Yeah. But then again, no, he, he, I'm looking at it now, and it's not just the arms are so static as well. So rigid. There's very there's there's not even any bend in that pistol. Even if they'd have had him a sort of like slight hunch and he's like with the pistol, maybe you know, kind of like McCree is at the moment in Overwatch, just to get that in. Yeah. Um. He's he's just not as dynamic as the rest of them. He just looks like a, a sore thumb. That's not a centerpiece of an army. That's a, that's a stick. <laughs> but sorry, I'm a bit passionate about that one. So no, well, no, no. K- Kador was uh, was certainly my first faction. I don't know, was it your was it yours bench? No, this was second faction. Ah. See, the first faction I fought against in any serious number of ga- number of times. Yeah, uh, Kador was always my first faction, and, and it is slightly disappointing to see them get a model like that. Um, I'm not saying it's the worst model in the world. Don't get me wrong; it, it's still got a Kador and aesthetic, and I'm sure good modelers and good painters are going to make something of it. I just think that. What we're being presented with so far, it's it's a little bit frustrating because with a little bit of effort, it could be much. Um, I, I think that's a, that's generally always the thing with something like this when you see a new sculpt comes out that you're not quite happy with. It's sort of it's not that it's bad; it's just that you think it could be better. There's... It's it's the first one in a long time that I've been like, eh? Yeah. Um, I I love I love the I love Tristan Durant. He looks amazing. I love um. Jake's, even though she looks like she's disco dancing, and <laughs> Alara Death Shadow is pff, that's the best. That that weapon of hers, fucking the Grim Reaper, the Grim Reaper with giant anime electric blue hair, and someone uh, said a and someone said a traffic cone coming out of her back, which I'm <laughs> kind of tempted to do. I I I like the Ret armor, but that one looks like a traffic cone. Uh, I, I will say as well for anyone waiting for the preview of the uh, the mercenary uh, Warcaster, uh, there isn't one. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry, uh, Kev. Will, We're not really sorry, Kev. There will be no I'm Gaston too, at least not for now. Uh, Merc, we... Mercs are ruined anyway, aren't they? That's what I read. Oh god, mm. no! Not yeah, this. they're gone. Really, they just stop. Stop. <laughs> well, they weren't really a real faction anyway. I don't no. want to have this discussion. That's fine. We won't have the con- conversation, but we'll just let Kurt continue to oh, throw this out. But um, one, the only thing that I've heard that was—I know you asked me to try and dig through like for scuttlebutt about rules for these guys but everybody's hoping that she comes with because she's a jeweler she comes with like field marshal uh, parry or something for her jacks uh, alice and jake hmm. whether that oh oh that's just rude it is obnoxious and considering hunters lost parry that'd be very nice just saying i miss parry on yeah the ability to send a, a storm clad through the front lines as well Oh yeah. Oh we, yeah. Oh, you know that nice jacket at the front with reach that you used to block stuff from getting to my back lines. I'm just gonna charge past it. That's fine. That was the other thing as well that people were saying to salty Merc players was uh, this is basic. This could basically be Ashlyn too for you. Sorry about that. Uh, potentially. Uh, we we do know from uh, Jason Souls there is an Ashlyn two coming. Uh, Ashlyn yeah, two. Heart, yeah. Ashlyn two heart of the resistance. Half uh, of the resistance. Yes. Resistance. Is it? Is it French? Is it very French? Uh, the resistance well, lives on. I was going to say the resistance is very much a combination of French and Welsh. Welsh. I was going to say Leal <laughs> is very French and Welsh combined together. Always yeah. has been. 
Are yeah. they, is there are there, are there Leek and Taff carrying? I like Lale. I like Lale a lot, and it, it's the I, one thing that could really. I, 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 I like Lale, but I didn't see the Welsh. I just imagined a imagined yeah. France. If, if you look at if you look at the place names, there's yeah. certainly quite a, a good and stuff Welsh in there. Yeah. Is um, there history bear any resemblance? For it? There was like there was a. Um, a lot of assassinations. There were a lot of. Um, there was. I, a, I was going to say they, they're kind of art signaries. Uh, at one point, Wales was to England, but yeah, um, that's, that's what I was going to think of the, the, the conquering and the um, yeah. It's um, I like Lau. I was when when Escalation came out. I loved that book. I was bought into um, that into Lau in a big way when that book came out. Really Who liked those it. bloody gun mages for them? And all oh, the thorn sure. mages are fucking yeah. sharp. I could definitely get into Mercs if it was if I was focusing everything around Laelian and Resistance a whole lot. I really yeah. just uh, the, the what's coming up for uh, Lael, once they've got uh, their trencher and the Thorn Mages, you will have two three man units of gun mages with, re- with reposition and a caster with reposition at the same time. Um, very very mobile armies coming up for them. I would really like some nice warjacks, but that's not going to happen because they're scavengers. So. Uh, there is at least one more Lily's Warjack that we know exists. What, are you talking about the High Command one that was... Yeah, the Duelist one. Was it? It's, not, it's not the Toro, it's the other one. I thought they said, though, that some of those things will never see the light of day with regards to the war game. Quite probably, but quite frankly, if you're putting out stuff like the uh, Pirate Jacks, then you might as well uh, put out something else, because they're mm. a waste of time. Sorry again to anyone who collects Pirates, but really? No one cares. Um, yeah, the fact that that the fact the range jack still needs a loader. Whew. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh god. Yes. It's not a good place to be a pirate these days, apparently. Well, no. no Unless no. you're undead, I mean, it's, then it's bully for you, really. It's acceptable at that point. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of the undead, although she's not technically undead. See, see how I segue there. Um, <laughs> we, we have the uh, the beer model for this year. Yeah. Uh, Doug Hamilton has sculpted. Uh, what's the name for it? Bloody Buccaneer Brew Scar. It, uh, it's Scar with a barrel. And a skull containing beer. All right, all right. It's I don't know. It's not that. It's not that. It's it's another one of the pinup models. If if you like that sort of thing, go for it. If you don't, it's not worth your time. Oh, it's, but even even the Kador cheesecake was good. I've it's got the, the guilt lifter. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The keg protector was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Druid gone wilder. Yeah, and their brute file uh, was amazing. Love that um, model. There's also the the uh, the witch doctor as well. Yeah, uh, which never made it to the UK for for Smogcom. That was annoying. Uh, well, you'll be able to order them from the store uh, for this weekend. Yeah. Uh, all the with, exclusive... P- with PG points. <laughs> Don't N- be no. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I, I would suggest that if you wish to order anything with PG points. Perhaps you may wish to speak to Bob. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, m- m- much as I will be uh, speaking to Alex about the lack of PG points for the ETC. I'm just saying, you know. Okay. Okay. Get gave up a week of my time, you know. Little things. All he has to do is tell Bob. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, Bob. Anyway, enough of personal axes being grabbed. Um. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh speaking God. of obnoxious things, you know, we were speaking <laughs> about. Oh well, sorry, Alex. That was eh, not meant to. Um, but um, Madrak Two. When we were talking yeah. about Madrak Two earlier, have you heard about Resnick Two? No. Oh, Resnick Two. Uh, Corbeau. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. And and a few shield guards and no fun 
ever. Are you looking at my boobs? <laughs> so what Mad- she says. Madeline push-up rack is uh, now found a new place at the back of Resnick. <laughs> that sounds really wrong. Um, but if uh, that's the that's the only hard counter at the moment to Madrak, supposedly. Madrak two, maybe. Why is it? How is it hard counter, Tim? Well, because she's, she's got um, pa- uh, what was it pa- Palais or Palais. yeah. So basically, he, 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 can't, killer. he can't be shot. He can't be meleeed, and he can't be magic. Uh, the only way to do it is to get in close enough that you can pay six fury to land an eruption on her. Wow. Hasn't she got soccer, though? Yes, but that doesn't work for magic. Uh, oh, the book. The book. The book. Uh, depends on the range. Mm. Oh, Indicta. Indicta. I get, uh, yeah, but the thing is, you're now naming things that, ma- that, ma- that Madrak can use to bounce off to get to them. Bollocks. Um, <laughs> even if it's further away, even if it's in a completely, like, if you play chicken with this. Have, have you seen the Madrak Pac-Man? No, I don't want to. If someone did that, I'd just fucking walk away. I'm not. I'm not playing that. No. I do that. I do that to you. I there would. are reports of him getting forty models. Yeah. Well, because you get you get a move and an attack and for and a fury and then a move and attack and a fury. So you start even if you start missing or you start not quite killing stuff, you're building up like twenty six fury to keep going. They've they've worked out that. Um, depending on spacing, he can actually cross a six-inch gap with his one-inch moves. How? Oh, well, uh, it's getting reached. Essentially moving well, sequentially closer each time. Yeah. And then the last yeah. one, with full two, two inches of reach, move an yeah. inch, two inches of reach the other way. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous and phenomenal. I want to have his babies. But yes, uh, parlay, for, for, just for reference on Corbeau, um, while in this model's command range, enemy warrior models cannot target this model or its warcaster with attacks. Oh, see. So you can't take down Resnick. Oh, see, so Resnick's worse than Madrak. It's not a counter to Madrak. I thought it was a bit of a counter to him. So he's as bad as not worse than Madrak. Oh, no, his spell list got a lot better, and hit him as a model... Is ha- a, hasn't he got all of Fiora 2's old shtick? Yeah, yeah, he is literally Fiora 2 on a horse, but she's going to be Fiora 3 on a horse at some point, so... Um, but she's pretty much Blaming hot Steve. garbage now. She's got Escort, but that's about it, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he can be shot with magical weapons, can't he? So, but then he takes uh, your guards. Um, no, well, not not from within seven inches. And from outside of seventeen inches, only with magical ones. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's a few. Is Madrak a broken interaction, or is it intended? Is this? I I, I think... in, a, in a game in a game that's gone much more as we talked about before we started properly much less infantry. So I found that my well, – we'll come back to any other business what I played at the weekend, but where, um, where half of my fire eaters had killed each other, which he found very hilarious, they then wiped out half of his incinerators – not incinerators, his um, long sword guys with armor in, in, um, in elves. Uh, the, the, the sentinels? Sentinels. So there was nothing for him to try and chain through. There was nothing left. It was because um, – it was all jacks. There was no way he was going to kick off his yeah. feet and chain through stuff because it was all dead. Um, and it wasn't like I didn't want to try and do it. It was I wanted. I want the sentinels to be there to chain through to get to his caster, but it wasn't going to happen. So it's um it's a quandary of a pickle of a yeah. I, I I don't know. I haven't. Seen, you know when you said when this was going to start that things were going to die. 
things are still not dying a lot. It's only in the extremist cases that things are... I will say, from the games I've had so far, I've been surprised by the stuff that's stuck around. Armour is the new thing. Um, even then, I've had um, things like halberdiers sticking around to the end of the game when they have no business staying around after, like, turn three. Um, it's It's been very surprising. Meanwhile, I've had... Uh, Kayazi taking off the board in droves because apparently blast damage is a thing. (laughs) Good sweet lord. Uh, There is a unit that's not quite its former self. Not fit for purpose. Oh no! I feel so... No, I don't either. I won't say they're not fit for purpose because with anatomical precision and with their new backstrike rules, they can be terrifying. Um, but half the problem is now delivering them. Uh, it, it, it is harder to get, which it creates a very interesting position. The game needs new warjacks and new beasts. <laughs> I'm, I'm bored of Retribution's choices anyway. Let me just put that like that at the moment. Well, what, their choice of war beasts, I agree. Yeah, it's crap. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, no, we've got a snake. Yeah. yeah, we've got a snake. Yeah, we've got a snake that looks at you kind of funny and then eats your face off. Um, she's still got um, Red to Go spells, she hasn't she? Oh, I know she's got... Haunting Melody. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Haunting Melody. What? That's a 17-point package. That's yeah, a unit, yeah. almost. It's always expensive, though, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, so well, the, 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 the junior uh, warlocks are all kind of expensive, but I will say, Snapdraw and Rongai, kind of ridiculous. They're everywhere. It's they Oh, are my God. Are they expensive everywhere. or are they cheaper? I uh, can't remember how many points they are, but they are phenomenal. Starcrossed is silly. Starcrossed 16 inch range. Ha <laughs> ha! It's, 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 it's the fact that you can submerge the Warcaster and the Warbeast and cast Starcrossed. That, that, that is wrong. <laughs> that is fucking wrong. Wrong does not even come into it, my friend. Either, either or. Um, yeah. Uh. It is everywhere currently at the moment. Uh, and it's there, just there, there we go. 17 points for wrong line Snapdragon. So the same for De- Delia Smith and Scar, Rhea, whoever. Ooh, and oh, and I've just, just realised they work for Circle. Excellent, that'll go well in the uh, the journeyman league. Nobody likes Circle. <laughs> it's fine. I, I, I will be taking the Circle battle box for the journeyman league. Oh, that's fine. I mean, at the moment, everyone's saying that's hot garbage currently at the moment, but I don't know. I haven't seen any Circle players in quite some time. It seems to be Trolls. I was gonna say, um, uh, uh, when 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 Mark III first came out, the circle were touted as the people who'd kept the most. Oh. Um, and new tactics like the slam dog are uh, just odd and wrong. Uh, are we in? We're st- it feels like we're still in Mark. Well, we're gone back to Mark One with silly interactions. That I every every week I, I, that something new comes out, the three years or four, three or four years of touted playtesting in a bubble really just... But again I, I'm going to say this, I, I feel like I'm a broken record <laughs> we, we had stuff when Mark II came out that had gone all the way through the field test then went through almost two years in the game before it was found out that the rules as written did not work. Okay. And if you can go through a full field test and two years, you know you are never going to have that game perfect. Yes, Privateer cocked up two fairly con. And I suppose this is, this is worth moving on to the. Your toy now. 
No, uh, this is worth moving on to the errata for because there is a, a, an errata that's been released. To before you go into that, before you go into that, you went to Bristol, didn't you, quite recently? No. Did you not go to that tournament? No. Oh, who went to that then? I was busy. You were supposed to go, were you? No. I was supposed to go. Oh, okay. I'm, oh, I'm I thought, Have you done um, a tournament yet? Uh, no, not in Mod 3. I have. I'll okay. go back to that later. Yeah. Um, anyway, going back, as to before, Bench rudely interrupted me. Oh, with, I know, so rude. With, with useless information. That's all right, uh, I'll go quiet. <laughs> Uh, there were two major rules for the privateer. Uh, originally said were working as intended, but have since modified their standard. Uh, this would be flank and uh, gang. Uh, now, originally the rules as written for Mark III were that if the defending model had been knocked down, yeah. you could not receive the flank or gang bonuses. Has that been ripped up? That's been changed. Now it only requires you to be in melee range of the model, not engaging them. Um, so you can I always fl- see, because you can't engage the knockdown model, can't be yeah. engaged. Yeah, yeah. there appeared to be some... I'm guessing that the definition of engaging or engaged was changed at one point, and it caused a weird snowball effect that just kind of broke a lot of things. It's good to have a hobby and break lots of things. Well, yes. Um, so, for, for the start of Mark III, we do have a 13-page errata. However, the amount of repeats in that document mean it's probably about True sight. True, true sight. True sight, basically. That's yeah. it. Most of it's true sight. We can yep. carry on. True sight, <laughs> flank, gang, uh, charge. Your mum. <laughs> various various commas, full stops. And... Trample has been changed. Did that get a comma? Uh, no, uh, because tra- trample as written, because of where you ended, you'd always get the backstrike bonus going through. <laughs> yeah, that that's been changed. You now, do, now need to be in the front arc at the uh, the back arc at the start of the tramp. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, uh, wow. assault has been slightly reworded. Um, Does it, it make sense now? Assault. It, it did work originally, ish, but it's now been clarified. So hooray! Uh, and it also means that a model that starts in melee cannot make an assault shot if they assault if they. Um, um, anything else in the errata that was worth noting? Oh, we've got a yes, we have a Sloan feet change. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, she now inst well instead of original feet, it's been changed so she gets a free spell. She's the plus two range one fire group, uh, and everything gets uh, an extra shot during its activation, which means you can't now do the first turn run and then. Feet. So it's it's a pretty big change. Um, anything else anyone could pick out? Um, I've gone through the bits that were kind of relevant to me, and I couldn't see anything that really shocked me. Um, yeah, the, there is the usual sort of changing of things where it really should have said another model, uh, for instance, on trick shot as well, because otherwise having Kane shoot one model and hit it twice was a bit ridiculous. After Madra, I think that's perfectly fair. As a, as a Kane 2 player, I think that was perfectly fair. I think they didn't think that one through. And um, I will be writing a sternly worded letter to... Times. Yeah. In <laughs> I, greening. Yeah, in greening. <laughs> I'll take a two-page spread out in the Metro as to why... Very wise. Very, very wise. Nerf was unnecessary. Yeah. And, yeah. How it's brought... Uh, this, you know, just... It's basically done... What the first three Star Wars prequel movies did just ruined everything. God. All three. What? Well, well, Phantom Menace. Bench. I don't know. Maybe Bench. Stop talking. All right, fine. 
All right. Uh, it should be noticed as well that the, there is one very big game-changing errata that's gone on uh, in that the Swamp Gobber and Bellows crew can now only make one cloud. Shit. So you can't have two five-inch clouds. It's all right. Through side. That's how it should be. Um, so please be aware if you're going to play any games in the immediate future, update your war room. Make sure. Oh that yeah, the, sorry. Um, I noticed two things like the Mountain King lost Gunfighter, but he didn't yes. have it in the first place. Yes, because gargantuans can fire while in melee. Can they? They can fire at their, their own, the target that they are in melee with as well. Nope. So Gunfighter would have been a boon. No, because he could uh, he could target something behind it because it's only a lot of spray. So he can uh, yes. melee with anyway. Um, I, I think I, I'd have to look at the wording on Gunfighter, but I think Ben just correct. It would have to fire a model it is in melee with. Uh, what? what with Gunfighter or without Gunfighter? With Gunfighter. So, so yeah, without Gunfighter, he could quite happily target something behind the thing and still hit the thing he's in melee with. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, it, what it also the the only disadvantage it takes away is that you can't take the spray as the charge attack. Um, however. Right. But he's got, he's got assault, so... Yeah, well, what it enabled it to do previously was to assault in, take the shot, use the spray as the charge attack, and fire again. Um, uh, I think the way the gunfighter works... Whereas, whereas what you can do now is assault in, take the shot, hit something with melee, if you kill it, then get a second shot. I think the way the gunfighter in Mark III... I don't think you mean it, it inhibited what you could... I think it just meant you could... So you couldn't necessarily 0.5 inch uh, if you if they were in within that you could shoot them if it's if that's what it's um... uh, uh, gunfighters changed it's not 0.5 inches anymore it's oh, if, you okay. are, if you if you are being engaged oh okay it now means that if someone's got reach and they engage you at reach and you've only got like a one inch melee. Mm. you can still actually fire back at them. yeah okay I haven't played anything with gunfighter. Actually, no. in this whole um, in this whole time, as, as, so you've played a tournament, Kurt? Then I have a very small one, but I have. Jesus, a fifty point, a fifty point one. That's that's medium. That's not small. No, it was a small number of people. Oh, okay. Eight um, uh, do you want a battle report? <laughs> and we don't do that. I will end you. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't. We don't do that kind of. I want. I want to it's hear not that kind of show. It's not dice, like dice. Mm. Give us some. I roll a three. Oh. I did take a picture of one dice roll. Um, the um, and your opponent shoved their dice up your nostril. <laughs> it, it was Richard Dean. And in which case, entirely possible. Yeah, I, I did roll triple six damage with the Glacier King on melee. Uh, so nice. Um, yeah, I had fun. Um, I took Calandra. I took Madrak two. Um, with Calandra, I took um, the Glacier. Fifty points to the Glacier King and a bouncer. Um, and champions, because I think champions work so well with the Glacier King and Calandra, Starcrossed, 16 inch range Starcrossed, Death 14 all the time. Um, champions, so nice. Um, good luck hitting that. Yeah. Um, and it, it worked, by the way. I did lose on um, on Scenario in the end. Um, but I uh, know, I think I lost to. Um, no, I didn't lose to Scenario. I was wiped out, but. Um, it it was felt like a very close game. It was really good fun. Um, all, all in all, I had some really good fun. I lost against Rich. I um, won my next two games and came third overall. Um, did have an interesting game against Retribution. That was like was just a little earlier on where um, Virus and some Jacks and a minimal number of Sentinels. That was very interesting to play Madrak and not just be going for the throat. He camped in the woods and was just trying to judge his charge. Interesting, interesting thing really around the new, new Mark Three pre-measure rules. 
where he was pre-measuring and being kind of, oh, can I have your heavy? Can I eat your bomber? And because he was measuring everything, it told me constantly how far away it was, what was going on with that, where it was happening with it. And it was kind of, right, I'm just going to move this way. And I swung round into the middle of the table because he was on the right-hand side. He was barely inside the kill box most of the time. He was struggling to keep virus um, inside the kill box. Um, I swung in, killed the objective, and then took the flag and um, sat on it with my bouncer and then moved Madrick over in the last turn. He went, well, that's five points. Um, he did so, charge so everything. So Sorry. basically, you were eating up his time. Well, so he was eating up his time with measurements and saving you time to do whatever the hell you wanted. Yeah, it was. It was. It made me. It gave me all the information to know. Oh, that's your charge range. That's your threat range. You've told me that because you're measuring that. You're saying you can't quite make it. you It's really interesting. It does change that dynamic of because there was always this, a level of stealth to it before. If you could judge it, if you could look at it, you could measure your control area. You could measure your control area in a way that would make it difficult for your opponent to understand what you were trying to do. Uh, now people just pre-measure and you kind of go, well, you've just told me what you're doing. You've shown me where you can get to. You've shown me that you're just out of range. If I move this way, it negates the fact that you've moved slightly right to the edge of the wood. I'll move round. I'll bomb you anyway. Put a few dents in you and take the objective. And I just kind of I scored. I won on scenario. It was really with Madrak too, which was quite entertaining. Um, just defensively, he threw things at Madrak too every so often, and of course Madrak goes, what? Um, <laughs> um, playing against Menoth was was not uh, not laborious to play, Liam, because that wasn't the case, but the two armies kind of bounced off each other. It was... Um, what what caster was he playing in Menoth? Krios 1. Krios 1, oh, okay. Um, with a core of big jacks and um, some daughters and some minimal generators and uh, kind of a fairly usual fare, really. Um, but um, I do like the... the, the the um, Northkin Fire Eaters with the stars all the way through. They killed themselves, people laughed at them, and then they killed stuff. They're just awesome. Just set fire to them with the Power Troll in the first turn, and they move up the table, and they're in the middle of the, on, the, on the middle line at the end of the first turn going, we're on fire ourselves and we're not scared. It's just great. They're so good. And they die, but, you know, two lots of seven points. Woo, you know, and they tend to kill stuff. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's changed, it really helped me come on with Mark III, much more confident about the entire game. Tough. I got that wrong a little bit a few times. I forgot the knockdown don't get tough anymore. Yeah. Um, and that did catch me out a little bit, but not to the extent that it was really massively significant. Um, as as true to form, I made tough rolls when I really, really needed to and didn't when it didn't matter so much, um, which is what I tend to do with tough. Um, yeah, I liked it. It was really good. It changed my... I'm much more confident about it. I love the Glacier King. It was just fun all around. So you said about not running a Colossal at that points level. Running running something that big at that points level is really cool. Yeah, I'm not ever going to say don't because there are some where it just actually pays off in the list chicken. He's a bullet magnet. He was shooting it all the time because yeah. nothing else. we couldn't shoot anything else. It's one of those things like, okay, um, I've got to take this down and at 50 points, you have fewer ways to do that. Yeah. It did die, but very, very late game. Um, I was trying to weigh up whether I use the champions to keep the jack out so he could stay alive. And I'm like, but you could snipe the last seven wounds off of it anyway. It et through his mechanics to heal up. And I was like, well, I suddenly got nine wounds I had after eating his mechanics and, and, and healing it up. But he still had the cyclone. And you're kind of going, so I can use the champions to kill the cyclone, but you'll take the zone and I'll, and I'll lose that. But I might lose that anyway. It's kind of, he, he could have sniped it out with, um, oh, Nemo. Um, Nemo 3, I think it was, with Psychic. Um, yeah, it was good. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Really, really good game. Um, I won some um, Hordes anniversary, 10th anniversary Hordes dice, which is really cool. Nice. Which I think um, 
I think Don must have got from Smog Con, I think, and obviously doesn't play Hordes. Oh, he plays a bit of Scorn, but he was happy to put put four of them in um, as a prize. I was very happy to get those because, of course, I'm not likely to get them anywhere else. It was very cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. And there were donuts. <laughs> Playing, come to Exeter for tournaments, there were donuts. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it all round. Um, really good way of... I, I took my, 50, my 75 point list and... I tried to cut them down and end up rewriting them from the ground up, but with the core stuff I really wanted. So I was running um, Madrak with no with no stone, no troll Moses. Actually, I was saying with I'd no, neither list what? had. Um, this this because, is a brave new world, Kurt. Well, there was just no points for it, and I, it, when you're at 50 points, it's like the old 35. It's got to be all killer. You can't, I had minimal stone in both lists. It was like, well, I want the stone, but I'm not going to put anything else into it. It just needs to be minimal. Um, just to add to I mean, the Madrag to make the make the warders armor 21 so that when he bounces hits off onto them they go what um, and for Calandra um, just to help with the colossal and the, the gargantuan and, and the champions so, yeah it was fun really liked it definitely want to play more I'm going to Cardiff not this weekend next weekend for the, on the um, 13th 14th for the uh, open team tournament ah yes playing as part of the Mr. Men. I, I would have volunteered to help out there, unfortunately. I'm in London uh, watching... Uh, well, uh, if anyone's uh, seen uh, a YouTuber called Tom Scott, he runs a panel show, and uh, I'm going to watch that. So, Otherwise, I would have been there. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, well, I think that's probably enough for the first half, so should we uh, take a, a little bit of a break? That's good. Yep. Uh, and then we can come back with spelling it out. So uh, we'll see you on the other side. Right, uh, welcome back from the break there. I uh, hope you've enjoyed the same music we've had for the last 70 episodes. Is it elevator music? I loved it. It was amazing. Do, 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 do you do, 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 even listen to this show? Uh, I don't Why, think I've ever listened to the show. I feel where am I? I feel betrayed. Why would I, I listen, listen to, to the show that I'm Who in are you now? What? Actually, I've had the outtakes played to me. That's what I've had. Uh, okay, okay. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, we're now going to move on to spelling it out. Uh, in which uh, Benj will 
stamp they're awake. Yeah, he'll he'll stamp about a bit because he doesn't like hordes and thinks it's. Well, yeah, I wanted, I thought that was worth okay. raising that because in the break we were debating spelling it out, and um, Ben started to drift off when somebody mentioned hordes, and then he said about it just doesn't see it, and I and I, he doesn't see it as a kind of a doesn't get it as a as a whole kind of game, and I'm like it's the same game as War Machine, it's all War Machine. I mean, I, I, aesthetic and different. I get I get it when you put a War Machine faction against one of them because it's like oh the monsters are invading our you know precious lands and we must fuck them off but um but when i'm just have no when monsters are just eating the shit out of each other it doesn't matter the only ones that are slightly you know have a have a story are kind of like circle and legion because they do have some well circle has some humanoid esque type thing with druids and and legion they're all you know Corrupt elves. So yeah. see, I'm I'm very surprised by this. I mean, I, I suppose I can get you being less interested in them, but the I will fall asleep if you talk about it is is, is very interesting. Well, it's half the game. It's half the game that I don't acknowledge. Like the the fiction, I don't read that much about that side of it. I'm not. I'm. I mean, very Madrag, in, Madrag had a um, blood had a blood oath bond with what was his name. Raythel? What was, his, what was the king's name? Oh, uh, Leto. Leto. He had a blood bomb with Leto that Leto then betrayed and be- left the trolls' ha- asses hanging out with the school invaded the first time. I, was... I, I'm not really bothered it, about there's that. There's quite a lot. There's quite a lot there from the sort of, especially from the very start, and the, all the all the no quarter stuff that fell in together, and Madrak being betrayed, and um... the storylines that I'm interested in uh, are the uh, human stories, the interactions between the different. The Protectorate and and Lael and Cadel, the the ongoing battle of the faiths, basically. Uh, Protectorate and Signar's relations, especially after the invasion of Sol. And well, if if you, if you look at things like you, you've got the Trollbloods, they are occupying all the spaces in between those nations. Same with Circle, Scorn being the invading force from the east, Legion being the invading force from the north. Minions being wherever they haven't been squeezed out. That they, it's 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 all part of that same trolls, conflict. I mean, trolls are also all through Signar as well as on the the, yeah. the main forces that that you kind of play or the forces that I would play are squeezed out. But at the same time, there and are trolls got, all through Cador and all well. through yeah, Scorn as well yeah. going to take on the elves. It's because I don't see them as the biggest threat. The biggest threat I see is the undead, which I still think, you know, if you actually look at everything, the undead, it, once it dies, it comes back as a, you know, whatever. Yeah. That is, that is, should be the n- numero uno threat. It should be Toric, but... I, I but, quite but, like- but then you, but you look at you look at Tartarus, people like that. Tartarus was the leader of the trolls who had Madrak's axe, and it, it just it's an awesome story about. Oh, that that's an awesome that is an awesome story, but it's the undead that is the biggest threat, and everything else that's happening is completely un- inconsequential. Oh, the dragon aspect thing is okay. If, if, you, if you say, if you're saying the undead are the biggest threat, then you've got on the minion side. Caliban and his allies. Yeah, the Gators, yeah, right so, in the middle. Oh, of so you've yeah. got the Gators who are also raising their own form of the undead, plus Caliban, who is at this point decidedly rather close to getting his wish to become a god. I thought he had become a god anyway. Uh, by the end of the fluff. I but, don't know at this point, but uh, yeah, Caliban is on the way there. Uh, but, not Caliban, Barnabas, sorry. But they're all they're all feral. They're all they're all not 
interesting to me. I like I like statecraft, you know, proper, uh, you know, diplomatic relations Charles, and all that jazz. And Charles are a funny one because you can't say that they're going to engage in the diplomatic craft. They don't have the statecraft. But Trollkin are are intelligent humanoid um, people well, like humans who are just bigger and one less finger and are just kind of but they still have their own society but it is more uh, it is that there is an element that's more feral that's more shamanistic about their their, their leadership um, organization and, their, and the way they organize isn't the same there's, there's politics in between it though yeah there's I know I, I know but it just feels like the story has been mirrored again by for instance like the horde in Warcraft you know they're no, nomadic people that have been abused that um, don't have a homeland that, well or had a homeland that was that's abused very and and it's just I'm I think that story's been done before and I can't from a fantasy sort of aspect it just doesn't interest me because and and the horde doesn't interest me in Warcraft either even though they have like lots of rich characters and history it's they're feral they're, it, I can't get past that and it it just doesn't interest me yeah I love that I I've dabbled yeah. in a bit of Signar I have got a lot of protectorate in fact I've a ton of protectorate but um. I kind of don't want to play more different... Um, and I had Retribution. I owned Retribution for maybe a year, but I never played them, and I barely painted any, and they've gone now um, mm. for more trolls. Because um, um, ultimately, in the end, what if they get their wish, what are they going to do? They are a warrior people. What, the they, trolls? They, yeah. They, the trolls just want to... This was they, they, they're not a warrior people. There they are to, factions within the trolls that do want to just. That, that's you know, that. That's people like Doomshaper who've been betrayed by Signar, who've said we we can't trust humans anymore. Yeah, but that's just that's, So there are two halves, if you like. Or there's there's three ways that trolls are split. There is Madrak and those that follow him, who are pro-human, pro-everybody else, but just want the trolls to survive, want them to find somewhere to settle because they've lost their... The war between Signar and Kador ripped a hole in the trolls' homeland. Hmm. It was the Thornwood Forest is where a lot of the trolls lived and it's gone. Yeah, and I know that the, sec- the second war against Crooks has done exactly the same. But yeah, they, they'll want to live in peace and... and yeah. But it will... It's, never, it's this dream that's never really going to happen, so they're going to be in a perpetual state of war. And continue being nomadic, almost. You know, some elements are gypsy, some of them are, you yeah. know, Celtic. They're, they're very a mixed match of yeah, all yeah. sorts. Yeah, of, I like that. And and but hang, on, me, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If you're saying that there are sort of a, a mishmash of cultures, that also applies to an awful lot of other nations within the game. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's a, a, a that's a bad thing, but they have organised themselves in a hierarchical like society which is you know functioning which is very close to sort of medieval it's lacking the fantasy element apart from you know electricity and uh, an overabundance of fire and and um up up there is very communist russia you know it's the the i see hang on, hang on hang on hang on it's not communist russia it's got an empress yeah yeah okay well it's yeah but it's still it's, it's an idealized version of Russia circa about 1900. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. you got your czars and you've got everything, but um, it's that again. It's human. I can relate to that. I can't relate to beasts. Like I, I can sort of say trolls. I can semi relate to the story. I'm I'm kind of really boring because I'm grounded in my you know f- in my fantasy fiction. If it hasn't got some sort of like, I mean, I love elves because they're just 
intolerant arsehole. It's human, it's grounded in reality, but I love elves as well. It's, it, yeah, it, it's because... He's got, because he's got a really they, interesting dichotomy going on there. Well, I well, think it's just... It's, they there's a little, on the end. There's they a little bit of preference, though, isn't there? That, that is very true. That it, where some of it, some of it is some of what Benji's saying, I can kind of get behind, even though we yeah. started off arguing. It's kind of Kador. I can't imagine a world where I would play Kador. I can't imagine. I, yeah. I have no desire in my entire life to ever play Cricks. I just not interested. Not it's, doing it. It's, no it's like me with Scorn. I, you can show me those models all day long, and I'll sit there going, "Yeah, okay." I I, I do not care for that faction in the slightest. Yeah, mm. but so, I love. But I have a reason about Circle. I love trolls to bits, and I really enjoy Menoth. I I always like religious fanatics in any in any game. In any, I have I have um, Black Templar for 40k still upstairs in the loft. I, I got rid of tons of my 40k. I kept on my Black Templar. Um, I I've played religious fanatics in almost every game I've played. I love it. Um, yeah, it's because simple. it's uh, a dark. T- they relate to a dark time in history that really no, relates. Why? I just like religious fanatics. I like religion. Oh, okay. I like religion now. I like religion and spirituality, and I quite, aside from the the more modern modern kind of incarnation of people actually blowing buildings up, I um enjoy that religious fanaticism. I think I find it fascinating. Yeah, no, well that's the thing, and it's also something that you'll never be as well. But then again, you'll never be a giant beast. But it doesn't really interest me in finding out what they do. But I don't. Know. But I don't want to relate to the things. This is a game. I don't. I'm not interested in relating to. You relating to the troll story. Yeah. Do you feel sympathy towards yeah, the Yeah, I do. They are the only good guy. <laughs> They've done some horrific things. Reactionary, though. Reactionary, well. Mm. I was going to say, mm. t- technically, Circle are good guys as well. Technically, they are they nature are... and the ley lines and all that jazz. And they... Apart from they betray, apart from in the original Primal, Primal Mark One in the first book, they betray trolls. Apart from that. Well, no, they're betraying trolls to save the world. Yeah. That's that's the thing. All Circle are interested in is stopping the Devourer Worm coming back. They're Think trying just keeping him busy enough on Hurricane that he doesn't resurface. Yes, and, and trolls and trolls yeah are the opposite in that respect specifically here. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I suppose yeah yeah uh, as you said it does boil down very much to almost the factions you feel a a, a weird sort of connection with. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I my first faction that I bought when I bought the Hordes Mark One book. Primal, I bought the Legion box set, I bought Thagrosh. I then went away on honeymoon with, with the Primal book and read Primal and in the middle of honeymoon went, we have to find a shop in Wales, I must buy trolls. <laughs> See, I, I quite like the Legion and the Circle stuff, but that's just because Legion is horrific and scares the shit out of me. The idea that something's going to come along and spawn giant dragons and use me just basically as a host, kind of like aliens. Um, it's the fact uh, that it does it from below, stealthily, yeah. and until it's far too late, a culture won't know that it's been infected. Yeah. It, that, um, that's an interesting one of Legion. It's, it's not a faction I'd play. I, yeah. um, and if... Uh, but. They also like to just stick something in your heart as well at some point, and that's pretty fucking yeah. nasty. I've had I've had great fun trying to explain that concept to my nine-year-old because she really likes Legion. She's been reading the books, going, "Don't really understand what's happening here. Can you explain what's happening in this bit of the story?" The thing about Legion is there's, there's a massive juxtaposition between the beasts and the, the, the uh, kind of lacking finesse. Uh, you know, they're just killing machines, and then the the Nis, which are very, you know, finesse. They're all about 
style and substance, their armor and everything, and the no, intricate patterns. They are a bit finesse, but they are a corruption of finesse. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're not. They're not the Nis Hunters. They're not Selena. But I can get behind. I. That it's why I can't get behind Scorn because I don't, as I said, I didn't like the torture, the elephant things. They don't match the Roman. I don't like. So interestingly, and I, I'm coming back around to agreeing with you again. I don't like that they torture their animals. It's it's interesting that you went for Roman there, Benj. That's not. I, no. it, it's one that I'd go for in the names, certainly. Middle Eastern mixed with a bit of Japanese. Yeah, no, I I, I didn't get to finish my sentence. Oh, I was going to oh, say. Uh, very a mix of Oriental uh, Middle East and yeah. and uh, the Roman is just in the legions and uh, I mean, it, it, very Persian in the mix in it's so much yeah. that you've got Xerxes versus Xerxes yeah, and stuff like that. Mm. Um, it's uh, yeah, it, I mean it's interesting. Not enough, not interesting enough. I'd play them, uh, I, but mm. also I would actually go down almost exactly the same route as you. When I first saw the Agonizer, it was like. I don't think I could ever play this action. No, and I don't think of myself as a cuddly kind of. I don't rescue animals and stuff, but I just kind of go. I don't want. I like see trolls in in, hall, in all of hordes. Trolls have a blood bond with the beasts. They engage with the beasts. They it's dangerous to bring a dire troll onto the battlefield, but they do it and they engage with it and and they like the fluff around all of that. They are related by blood to these animals. They are um, they are the human, humanoid intelligent <clears throat> level, if you like. But then these um, pure blood trolls and dire trolls that they bring to the battlefield with them—it's a partnership. They're working together mm. to save themselves, um, yeah. which is not quite true anywhere else in Horse. I quite like that. But they are not... all the others are more slaves. I know there's an element of circle that says they're not, but then then some of those warp wolves. We read about the warp wolves. They're not I, always volunteers. I, I looked. I looked at Circle and saw this sort of immensely secretive inner cabal mm. of druids. That were just, you know, pretty much using everything in their power to sort of stop this catastrophe on the world. And if that meant that they had to force a couple of the wolf sworn, uh, sorry, no, the, the, the Tharn or wolf sworn to become warp wolves, then that's what it took. It was a price worth paying because the world didn't end. Yeah, I do like, I do like Sekou. I have got some. So. Oh, that was quite an interesting little mini topic. Yeah, I thought I thought just yeah. from the break, sort of the, yeah. the, I thought it was interesting to, uh, as we were talking about who we were going to do for spelling it out. So I think it's a good yeah. segue into spelling it out. And uh, today we're doing one of your favourites, Kurt. It's uh, well, I thought as I played oh, as I played the weekend, I thought yeah, let's play. Let's talk about Calandra as um, uh, as we're starting again, knowing to Mark Three, but also looked at the other trollcasters of what some of some are very much the same. She is very similar, but she's got some, some interesting changes as well. Yeah. Okay, so the thing we should probably start off with first is that she's now a Fury 8 warlock. Yay! Which hurts me deep inside. Well, there's one reason that that hurts you, but we'll come on to that. But yeah, she is yeah. Fury 8, which is a beautiful thing. I'll, I'll let you carry on from here if you want to then, Kurt. Yeah, yeah we'll just go okay. silent now. <laughs> Actually, interesting, interestingly enough, because the card spells are in alphabetical order, the spell that, that you want to talk about or that you don't like is the last one. So we're going to that last. Yeah. Um, well, uh, first, anyway, um, I've been Benj. Um, <laughs> no, Benj, you're staying. Come on, stay with us. I'll, I'll, I'll stay, but stay, Benj. Stay. Uh, uh, stay. Uh, stay. Yeah, um, Good Benj. I'm not going to have a biscuit. Yeah. Um, I'm not going through her whole stat line, but she is a bit of an old lady. She's death 14, armor 14. She's a little bit vulnerable, which is um, worth bearing in mind with her spell list as well. Um, her first spell is Befuddle, which is cost 2, range 10, and is offensive. Um, on a hit, you can immediately advance target enemy non-warcaster, non-warlock model up to 3 inches. Oh, and potentially turn it around. Um, 
Effective models cannot be targeted by free strikes during this movement. A model can only be moved once per turn from a spot of befuddle. So primarily, that is, uh, take big heavy, turn it around, so other things can attack it. Yeah. Nuts. Is. Nuts. Absolutely nuts. Because the option for you to go, okay, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move your heavy out the way. I'm gonna yeah. put it where I can kill it. Or even things like, um, yeah, you see, you know how you put that unit so it's at maximum coherency? I'm going to take the leader and move it three inches to the right. Yeah. So half that unit isn't going to get any charge. orders next mm -hmm. turn. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, just, oh, the the amount of stuff you can do with this spell, it's so flexible. And the only, um, again, the only sort of downside to that is range 10, which sounds like a long way, and obviously yeah. you put bone grinders in that can be range 12. Um, but Trolls have no arc mode yeah. at all, and so that, that is the no, one serious downside. It is so they, we're not we have no way of of um, warding the surface. No, we have no way of uh, of extending that. So if she's within range ten of one of your heavies, then I've got a bit of a problem. So it's a funny one to sort of um, rationalise, but yeah, very useful at different times though. Well, uh, have you got no um, end of activation movement shenanigans with animi in trolls or no, not end of activation movement. No, no extra speed. Obviously, you can cast spells and then move. So there's that kind of if it happens if you yeah. moved up aggressively within ten of her, she can befuddle you, then run behind said big dude um, out the way. Um, yeah, so there's that. There's always that turning it around the other way. Um, if you've if yeah. it's later game perhaps I think that's where it tends to come into its own is late game stuff to be honest as well. Um, her next spell is Bullet Dodger. Always good. Um, cost two, range six. Why has it got a range? Don't know. Um, upkeep and not offensive. Target friendly faction model or Warcaster Warlock gains plus two defense and dodge. A model with dodge can move up to two inches immediately after an enemy attack that misses it is resolved and it, um, unless it misses what it's advancing. It can't be targeted by free strikes during its advance. So, pretty much, all game, every game, Bullet Dodger lives on Galandra to take her up to Def 16 because she really needs it. Fantastic spell. There's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's no uh, questions about that one. Magnus 2 has it. It's, it's got even better in Mark 2 because originally it was only ranged attacks that you got the... Um, oh, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, only ranged attacks you got the defense Yeah, it was, against. yeah. You always got the the dodge part, but that was only range attacks. So now uh, plus two static death, no, really really good. Um, and it's not just her you can put it on. Admittedly, a lot of the time it will be on her, but if you want to put a beast out front with bullet dodger on it, um, because of reasons you will see later, mm. a death fourteen beast with dodge can be quite handy. That's I, I like that plan. Mm. I, <laughs> I had thought that one. Yeah, there we go. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be careful with her if she's not if she's def fourteen. But you're going to have other other things, and there's lots of ways to protect her with other anime it, and stuff as it's, well. It's definitely a contextual thing. If you can find some way that you can completely block line of sight to her, uh, you know, fairly easily or something like Cover. that. Yeah. Yeah. Then suddenly it's a whole different. No, I agree. It's very good. Uh, her next spell is misfortune. Cost three, range ten. Um, Power 12, and it's offensive. A model damaged by misfortune becomes knocked down. So also, it's, it's kind of her, it's kind of a nuke offensive spell. Yeah. But with a knockdown, you know, and you kind of look at cost three, def, uh, a power 12, you think, oh, it's expensive, but she is a Fury 8 caster. Yeah. Well, it, it's, depending on the model, it's either going to be yeah, just over a third to a half of her stack. Um, it's a utility. You'll bring it out yeah. when you absolutely need to. It's not going to be something to be cast every turn. No. Um, it's you know if you really need that magic damage or that knockdown, 
yeah. Spend three, I'll hit you, boost the damage. Right, you're knocked down, now my beast king. Yep, um, absolutely. All champions. Yep. Yeah. Nothing to write home about. No, but handy when you need it. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Um, her next is Soothing Song. Um, it costs one. It's uh, range self. It's area of effect is control. And um, it's not offensive, obviously. Remove up to one Fury Point from each friendly living faction war beast currently in the spellcaster's control range. Soothing Song can be cast once per turn. I don't remember the last time I actually used this, but I do really like it. Again, it's a good utility piece. It saw a lot of play in Mark II uh, when Calandra was running very large battle group sites. <laughs> Why was that, I wonder? Uh, yeah, perhaps. I might have um, Storm Trolls painted up, yeah. Uh, I think in Mark III... Um, it you know that's still possible. I think with the increase in the size of the battle groups from War Machine, she might want to run maybe one extra beast at some point. But it, it'll be wait. It will need to wait to see where the meta kind of sorts out to. Um, yeah. I, either way, it just means that you've got a little bit of leeway if you know you've messed up. Um, it's interesting another, another level of fury fury management. But I have to admit, within trolls, I've never really stressed about fury management the way that a lot of the forums and a lot of other troll players do because you go, well, they don't, we don't have the solos that can suck fury off of beasts and stuff like some other factions do but yeah. at the same time we've got I, whelps we've got whelps but I tend to not worry about the thing that's going to fury it. I mean, I tend to just not worry about it. So if you if it's one left, we've got tend to have high thresholds in, in trolls, so that's quite nice. I mean, they have gone down for Mark Three. But... They have, but they still are the higher end of threshold. Yeah. And um, but also you leave the fury on the thing that stood in front of somebody else's model, and if it fury it frenzies and it's a light, then it's still going to get a boosted attack. Yeah. Um, and I mean, not as much as you would, but I just—it's just not the end of the world. I've never have seen it as a massive risk just to overload everything. And however, uh, I, just an example, this could mean that you could send, um, let's say, you know, an Axa or a Mauler in, spend the entire stack to kill something, pay one with Soothing Song, yeah. and open it up for transfers. If you yeah, need. that's true. Yeah, very um, true. And I think that that that's a you know a, a decent kind of clutch use of it. I, I, mean, I think that's the I think that's the better use for it to be honest. If, to open up transfers where you overcooked everything, but you then had to have to transfer to she could then yeah that's I think that's a very valid use. Yeah. So, so most people would say uh, if they're playing against Calandra that they wish that was the end of a spell list, but she has <laughs> got one rather nice tasty thing left. She has a spell called Starcross. Uh. It costs three, but let's face it, it's normally two. Um, Range self, area of control, um, it lasts for one round, and it's not upkeepable. Uh, I heard from a giant crocodile that that's a pretty good spell. Uh, yeah, the giant crocodile is Fury what? Four? Yeah. Yeah, not Fury eight though, is it? No. Mm, this is where it comes really nice. I mean, this is what. Uh, very nice. While this last spellcaster's control area, enemy models gain an additional die on attack rolls. Discard the highest of each roll. Starcross lasts for one round. 16 inches of, of Starcross is so nice. It's roughly 33 and a half inches across. So good. That, that's how nutso that is. Um, it, it, it's a phenomenal spell. Um, because what you need to remember is. If you are a Mat 7 trooper attacking something that is Death 14... Well, okay, that's, that's simplified. If you need 7s to hit, if any one of your dice is a 1 when you roll them, the other two need to be 6. Yep. That's how 
bad that is as spell. It's basically a one in six chance that you will need a double six to hit. And just ah. Oh, and then you combine that with with shifting. So defensive trolls are generally slightly on the low side. Most most um, infantry across the whole game are def thirteen as a as a kind of that average baseline. When they're heavier armor, they drop. When they're lighter armor, they go up. But the thirteen is that line for trolls. That line sits at twelve because generally are slightly higher armor. So being able to shift that up. So if you can shift the defense of your trolls to 14, um, which there are various ways. There's more defensive buffs for trolls in Mark 3 by a million miles than there were in Mark 2 or prior to that. There's so much more defense for trolls now, which segues so nicely with Kostlakov. <laughs> You're loving the segues, are you? Yeah, oh yeah. I like segways. Segways are great fun. What, the skins? It, it, it enables yeah. us to get around very very quickly, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I've done segways there also. Yeah, just, so that's just awesome. And the other thing I was going to talk about as well, she has an ability which I didn't talk about before, which is very interesting. Seg- you made me think of it just now when you said about rolling ones. Um, she has an ability called Fate Blessed. Um, because she's a, she's a gypsy queen and she screws with, with fate and dice and um, Starcross is part of that, messing your opponent's dice up. Um, she has Fate Blessed. When a friendly faction model makes an attack or damage roll during the activation while in this model's control area, control range, this model can spend one fury to allow the model to re-roll that roll. Each roll can only be rolled once as a result of Fate Blessed. That's slightly different wording to the Mark II, um, which is nice. So you can spend to re-roll a number of different things across your attacks, which are very nice. Which combines very well with her feet. It does. Her feet, well, as we're on the, I'm not going to read the fluff, it's called Good Omens, which is uh, just such a nice name for a feet. And book, obviously, as well. Um, the nice and accurate prophecies of Angus. Of Calandra, yeah. <laughs> when a friendly faction model rolls a 1 or a 2 on a die in a tackle damage roll, while in truth says control range, it can re-roll the die. Each die can be rolled once as a result of good omen. However, you could also fake bless re-roll those same dice, because they can one. you can only re-roll once for either mechanic. So you can choose carefully what you re-roll. Um, if they're all rubbish, it can be fun to fate blessed it and then see what happens and re-roll the ones and twos that come up from good o- and good omens them afterwards. Interesting mess you can get yourself into with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, she can have a turn where everybody hits and does amazing damage, and she can the whole game make it really hard for you to hit her stuff. Just nice. She's vulnerable, but she's awesome. I've always loved Calandra. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> she is as she was, but if anything better. And now she has sidekicks as well. Just, just the fact that you gain that extra fury, just to make the Starcross bubble even bigger. Um, I mean, I'm tending to see, I'm tending to see the Junior not as a, as they kind of are her, but not Warlock version of her. They are more Junior versions of her as something I put with other armies in order to gain a bit of her ability in other armies. But you put the Junior not in this army as well with Puppet Master floating around, you get even more rerolls of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, and actually, they they've got some not quite fury management for uh, hordes as well. Yeah. yeah, they can re-roll re-roll your fury test. Yeah, your threshold test. Yep, and heal as well. There. Yep. Yeah, that's just. She's cool. Like her. Always liked her. All right. I mean, even before Elemental Evolutionism, I was playing her initial theme force against you. I believe we did at least once. Um, uh, where I believe Doom Reavers couldn't hit anything for absolutely. Yeah. Ages. This this is why I picked the example of Mat Seven and F Fourteen because yeah, it, was, yeah. it, it was your caster and I got five Doom Reavers on it plus at least. Up. Yeah, plus, think, yeah. plus feet tokens, and not one of them. Yep, I think I was crying with laughter by the end of that. Yes, then you befuddled a Spriggan out the way and sent an Earthborn, Earthborn. into Butcher. Yes, that's familiar. It, it was at a, th- a Theme Force tournament at Oxford. Um, Chris Cawthorn, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. She's great. I mean, And she's got more so, really. More so. Small re-rolls because more fury. Um, um, yeah. 
you want to make the most of a fury. Filth. Awesome. And and the added little bonus is like the fact that champions now gain a defensive bonus against melee when they're base to base, and you put them in a cloud and they gain extra concealment from the Glacier King. It's all just so nice. So much Def 14 there on Trolls. Well, I, I think at this point we, we need to move on from your yes. your um, your Love reverie, <laughs> um, and we can move on to any other business. So, uh, as we're going from left to right on the row in front of me, Benj, any other business? I played uh, Puerto Rico uh, quite recently at the Board Games Cafe in uh, Oxford, which was... Is this uh, Thirsty Meeples? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. I went there with a few colleagues from work. Uh, it's a really interesting Germanish game. Um, yeah, it's very much a Euro, from what I understand. Yeah, I just yeah. say it's a Euro game. And um, but it, it, but it's but it's fun. Um, I came second, so it's definitely up there because I can actually do quite well in it. Um, <laughs> and um, it just needs a bit of a revamp. But going on to that. Um, as, you know, Asmodi have pretty much bought out every single board game thing ever. Uh, yes. Are, are they the ones that are tied up with Fantasy Flight as well? Yeah, they've... they've yeah, and uh, Days got, of Wonder. Yeah. So they're reprinting old games like Citadels and trying to make them sort of more family-friendly with the art and direction and stuff. But they're also adding a tenor on to the pricing as well. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Citadels because that's now in a much larger box from what I've seen. Mm. Um, for reference, um, Citadels was uh, an older uh, drafting-based game, which came in a very small box with an expansion built in, and it was it was kind of neat. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Uh, I think it needs some higher quality components because. Well, the, those, those coins are a bit naff. Well, shut up and sit down. Say, yeah, less components uh, for um, more money. There's less in the box. Oh, okay. At the moment, be so. It'd be interesting to see where they go with that. Um, because I have seen a, a, a couple of games re-released recently. Uh, for instance, Griffin Games re-released uh, for sale, which is, if you ever want a very good, compact uh, turbo version of Monopoly for sale is the game for you. Uh, that used to come in quite a large box, enough that I've got about five different games in there that I take to conventions with me. They've now released that in a in a smaller box that's about the size of a pack of playing cards uh, for much less money. So to see Asmodee mm. going for bigger box, fewer components, more money is um, it, it's definitely mm. cool. Um, I have yet to play in a tournament yet in Mark Three, and that's about my only other business. Uh, well, uh, are you planning to go to uh, Jun's Pro Tournament? Jun's Pro Tournament? Is that, that? like what sponsored is that? golf tournament or something? Well, 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 we used to have Jun's Pro Tips. This is Jun's Pro yes. Tournaments. Wow. Uh, when, um, when is it? When is his next one? Uh, let me just check the date. I believe it's in September. Yeah, uh, I think I might have to. Look, uh, there. What's, the, what's the crowd like then? Uh, it, 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 it's me and Richard Dean and other people. Um, and people. Know. I, 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 I don't know what you want from me. Hmm. Well, I might do. It, de- it depends. I'm getting. I'm buying a house, so everything's busy at the moment. Yeah, you always seem to be buying a house, Bench. God, it's, it's what you never talk about. Yeah, I'm literally a real estate mogul, so <laughs> it's what I spend my time doing, just buying. Niche mustard, really. Yeah. Yeah, random, random houses. Um. Yeah, but I'm done with any other business. So. Okay. Uh, Kurt. Um, 
Uh, I've talked about the tournament that I went and played in. I've um, got trolls all over my table where I'm trying to... They are kind of table-worthy, but they're not quite finished. So I've got the um, junior knot. I want to try and finish them up on my painting table. I've got the fire eaters that I want to try and finish. Um, champions are there, but that's because I'm not happy with their base markings. Um, yeah. Oh, and a, and a slag troll, because as I said earlier on, I realised how amazing the slag troll is. I need to get some more of those. Slag troll. Slag. So I've got the old, my old blue one that's got... Um, World Warden arms in his hands as weapons because um, I bought some Circle and Essence Bear arms. So he's got them wielding them. So I want to paint him as one of my white trolls to go with the new Albino scheme. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, more trolls painting, but um, with the aim of getting. Well, I, I, I suppose technically I am fully painted for, for next next weekend up in Cardiff, but um, I want to get them looking a bit nicer than they are. Uh, for reference as well, I've just checked. Uh, the uh, Bristol Steamroller Series Final Heat uh, will be the 10th of September, starting at 9am. Uh, that's at Bristol Independent Gaming. Uh, you can find the post on the UK War Machine and Hordes Facebook group, and uh, it'll tell you how to pay there. Cool. I believe it's a tenner. Um, Excellent. I can't confirm that. Ah, oh, there we go. Uh, £10 on the day, or £8 is paid before. Excellent. So, uh, having been to some of John's tournaments before, they're very well run, um, and uh, it's a good day out. Uh, Bristol Independent Gaming's a good venue. Nice little shop there as well. Uh, yeah, not not much more to say. I, I'm already qualified for the final, so I may turn up again and uh, you know just 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 play absolute junk at people. Yeah, so. well, Mercs. I believe that's called Mercs now, isn't it? <laughs> well, if, if we, yeah, 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 we're not going to go there. We're not going to go there. I, know, I, keep you, I keep baiting you. It's great. Are you the new pro Merc on like the UK scene? Mark three. No, that's probably still Chris Murdoch. I mean, Kevin Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the love lost between those two. He'll like that one. <laughs> Oh dear. Um, no, uh, I think Mark III Mercs need um, a lot of consideration, and I don't think they're as settled as some of the other factions are going yet because they, people just aren't used to having access to everything. And everything. It, yes. It's confusing. I'm there with you on that. I'm finding it with trolls. It's confusing. It's kind of I was used to playing very theme-focused, narrow vision lists, and I'm now going. There aren't any of those. Play what you like. By the way, almost everything's good now. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's taking me a while. Just kind of, and then, but what was finding old favourites that are a bit rubbish. So Mark II champions took such a hit going into Mark II. Another amazing again, like they were in the start of Mark One. So I'm like, right, I'm having them. I want them back on the table. <laughs> That's pretty, quite nice. Have you found? Have you got to the Digmies yet? No, I read them. I don't want to read them again. No, no one does. No one does. I did um, lost them. Um, point blank and stuff is just kind of yeah. why uh, anyway to, to go on to my any other business uh, I uh, I was actually at um, an anime convention this last weekend and in the evenings did some board gaming so uh, we managed to uh, finally uh, crack open the copy of Splendor that I bought on the, mm. on the recommendation of Mr. James Brown and it's a fantastic game uh, it's um, a game where you acquire jewels to buy developments to get more jewels to satisfy customers and it, it there's a certain amount of frustration because you're all buying from the same pool of things so you're sitting there you've got your next two or three turns planned out and then both of those things go before it's your turn again and then you turn around and stab whoever took what well, literally in the face them. In the face with a rake. Yes. Wow. Wow. I like that game. Yeah. So, violent. Uh, so Splendor, uh, very reasonably priced, very high quality components. 
Um, a very nice feeling, uh, like a casino poker chip type things to the resources. You um, you also went to the Star Wars Celebration, I believe, didn't you, as well? Which yes. It's not very warm machine but... I, I did go to Star Wars Celebration. It was a very nice event. Uh, some people were a bit disappointed because of the sheer length of the queues. Um, and, and I will say, I, my body did not thank me for waking up at 4 a.m. every single morning to uh, get in the queues for the panels I wanted. Uh, I did watch. I, I watched the Mark Hamill panel on YouTube. That's amazing. Uh, being able. Yeah, to, I watched that. It's being, really good. Yeah. Be, being able to get into the Star Wars Rebels panel. To see the throne reveal was truly fantastic. Awesome. Um, and not only did we have the throne reveal, but then once they turned the cameras off for the live stream, we got to see the first two episodes of the new series. <gasps> you son of a bitch! Oh, the, trailer, the trailer, the trailer that they've released alongside that, the long, very long trailer for season three looks very good. Yeah. But you also um, see what what that's reminded me of something else I did. But you also um. Uh, Met Mr. Jamie Bell, didn't you, face to face? Yes, yes. Uh, friend of the show, Jamie Bell. Um, one Stop of the Lost Hemisphere fame. Yeah, one of the main hosts of Lost Hemisphere. Uh, was over in the UK, and he decided to uh, pop along to Star Wars Celebration, and we had a a good bit of a chin wag one day, and uh, bumped into each other on another. Um, he certainly seemed to be enjoying his time in the UK, and uh, I, I I know that uh, he informs me that you are a massive girl, Kurt. I, I, he has uh, drawn that conclusion, having met me in person as well. I went and had, met him for lunch on uh, on my birthday, in fact, actually on uh, on the um, on his last day. They decided to have a chill out last day, so I went and um, went and met him at his hotel up in Hampshire, and yeah. I love you, met him, you met him at his hotel. He gave you his hotel room number. Maybe some yeah. hands. Yeah, you know, one thing into another, and I'm apparently a massive girl. Yes, <laughs> because you have pink drinks with umbrellas in them. Apparently so. Yeah, apparently so. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I think that's possibly going to be everything wrapped up for this episode. So, uh, oh, there's no Alex. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Who does this? I'm sorry, we, we can't actually leave. We have to stay. We can't end this. Yeah. There's no way to end it. Oh dear. I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. You've been listening to Elite Cadre, the uh, holding and warm machine and other gaming me podcast thing. That's, that's good, as Alex, isn't it? That's good enough. Yeah. I've been Kurt. I've been Mike. I've been Ben. Bye. Bye. Bye, Nick.
You've been listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elitecadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. Can't really talk from a Merc perspective, but I'm seeing a lot of old... There's a lot more models on eBay. There's a lot of older people yeah, whinging, and there are a there lot are. of people whinging and quitting, and there are a lot of new people at the same time yeah. on Reddit yeah, and things like that, saying Battlebox games, 25 points, you know, that kind of level. There's a lot of... Um, I've seen a lot of interesting people who haven't who have avoided the game for a while and kind of back to it. There's a lot of people who are now taking it up because it seems like a, a, an easier way in and the game seems much more accessible now. Um, there's loads of it. Yeah, there is. It's, it's all angles and it's interesting at the same time, but to un, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not an old hat. But I, would, I think there's a lot more new players than there are people leaving. I think the people leaving think they're going to trash the game by leaving, and they're just not. But I'm saying, but I'm seeing in local communities where it was thriving at one point in Mark II, they're almost dead. Oh, really? There was a tournament at Milton Keynes on Monday. Uh, really, you had a really good, strong community, uh, kind of like entry level to mid level play. And Matt Townsend probably being the pinnacle of that sort of skill yeah. cap there, yeah. and it's um, so it's a threat to me. Yeah. And it's kind of died. It's, um, it's wow. uh, there's I don't know how many signups they've got for Saturday, but at one stage it was just one of my mates, and there were four going down. There's three now going down, well, because I can't attend because life the universe and everything like that. I must say, I'm loving the models, I'm loving everything like that, but when I'm trying to build 50-point retribution lists, I'm just pulling my f- what's left of my fucking balding scalp out. Seriously, 50 points is not fun to build at. Uh, I, no, I, I disagree. From I disagree. a Horde perspective, I, I, I played... maybe it's better. From a War Machine perspective, it's a choice between do I run support heavy, do I run uh, a good infantry or jack? I, I think... 50 points and and much as it's not 35 yeah, it's very close yeah much much as in mark 2 we might have mocked this 50 points you have to start thinking okay do I take a minimum unit so I yeah. can actually field same as 35 same as you always used to do for 35 oh I, I think it's actually tougher yes I, I think the the choices that you have to make are so much harder maybe because, because hordes because hordes you already commit so I'm not running any more beasts than I was before yeah so so to me this game has not drastic from a horde's point of view. I think that's maybe what you meant, Benj. It hasn't yeah. massively changed. Maybe we should start a podcast. Where's, where's Alex? Because um, this is more better to talk about sort of in the thing. But um, I finding that I just um, I like the extra warbies points. I like how it works. I like how it runs. And I'm I've just not there's not running more. I'm running about the same. Um, See, whereas I'm finding with my lists, rather than running a single colossal, which is yeah. I feel like I'm th- I'm throwing resources away if I play a colossal. Um, if I play three, four heavies though, the amplification of that on the battlefield is ridiculous. It is, it is, and there are factions that can do that. But retributions, warjacks are slightly overcosted, and they don't do a lot. I played against Rhett at the weekend at yep. fifty points. Yep. Um, he ran um, virus one. Yep. 
And he had... I'm going to have to remember now. Uh, oh, crap. The um, second-generation um, Jack with two swords. So a big sword, a little sword. He's in everything. Imp- Imperatus. No. Second-gen, so no shields. Yeah. Oh, what? Sorry? Not, not sure are the other ones. The um, second-generation... Yeah. Mm. No shields. The one with no shields and a big sword and a little sword. Big, oh, Banshee. Sorry. Yes. There's a yeah, Banshee. There's yeah. a Manticore. There was a... a is it the Griffin one with the shield? What's the one with the shield? The little yeah. light with shield the shield. Shield and halberd. Yeah, that's yeah. the Griffin. So Griffin, and then four, three um, mechanic guys. Yeah, Arcanists. Minimum Sentinels with UA, and oh. two two um, of the four-inch reach on the charge. Nasty dudes. Benj? Yeah? Just discreetly. You know this email you've had? Is there a link to a web version of that email? Mm, no, it's newsletter only. Yes, but there's normally a... If you're having yeah, trouble viewing this... At the bottom... Uh, let me just say, it. uh, no. Really? Yeah, it's just asking me if I can unsubscribe to it. Damn. It's alright, it's alright, I haven't had it, so. No, 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 I'm looking. I will forward it. 2nd of August. Uh, it came about an hour ago. Privateer uh, press mailing list. Nope. Available. I've got one from yesterday, but I haven't got the, um, not one from, t- I haven't got anything for I got one from yesterday. It has appeared in my promotions in... Google, yeah. So <sighs> you can go. Let yeah, me just try and forward Mine doesn't get Gmail. I'll forward it. Cheers. Uh, What's the store at Gen Con? Um, who are you? Are Kurt Hansen, which I don't have. KJHanson at gmail.com. KJHanson. Thank you very much. At gmail.com. Yeah, hopefully this works. If it doesn't, just shout. Uh, try again. Uh, there you go. Shout. Are you leaning in to try and eat your microphone, Benji? No, it's a reasonable discant. Dis, discant? Dis, dis, oh, I can't speak. It's a reasonable biscuit. I'm not <laughs> trying to eat it. It's a, it's a reasonable Viscount. Mm, reasonable biscuit. <laughs> yes. um, well, I, I will say, going on the topic of Viscounts, um, someone actually uh, at one point believed that they didn't make those anymore. And I said, no, no, they, they definitely still do. We went through a, 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 an embarrassingly long argument to determine whether or not Viscount still existed. The next day, they turned up from the wholesalers with a crate of Viscount biscuits for me. Wow. That's, um... <laughs> um, but getting oh, back to the Warjacks that you just mentioned, while you all stare at that, yeah, um, um, well, the, I tell you what, actually, the sculpts. Uh, I, I know a lot of people have. There's been some oom and ah and about the sculpts, but I quite like these. Apart from Malakoff, Ma- uh, the only thing I don't like about Malakoff is his legs. It, he is far too static in the leg department. I actually think that if they'd based it off his concept art, yeah. it would have it would have been a better piece. And by that I mean the one where he's actually sort of. Um, Pull the Winter Guardsman across him as a bullet shield. Yeah, that is am- that is amazing. And at the moment, he looks like a crappy uh, Bison. Tristan Durant as a full Warcaster. Yes, yes. Everyone except Gaston, ha 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 ha, is getting a. Uh, Why? I don't. Is there any reason? Have they said anything? No. It's a Beauty and the Beast reference. Well, I think I know why. Uh, I think they're trying to restrict. The number of new casters Mercs are getting because they can use them everywhere. Mercs as a faction have only just started working together, um, so I think they're they're holding off on us the same way they will hold off on minions. So do you think that there will it would break it? They're I don't not, think it's the, I don't, it's the other factions. I, I, I don't think I don't think it would break it. I think that what it will 
what they're going to do is we're going to see a much slower release system for Mercs because of the amount of testing everything in it has to go through. Yeah, because it connects to many things. Yeah, uh, especially because now we're starting to see theme forces where we get other factions' units. Um, you can now take mercenary trenches, and you can take mercenary. I think it's long. Unfortunately, I would check, but they've not put Kingmaker's army in um, war room yet because no. reasons. Apparently, it's an official release. You'll be able to play it at Gen Con, but there's been no update to War Room. So for once, when is that? That War update Con. has to happen soon. Yes, the update has to happen before the weekend. Um, otherwise, people will be able to will essentially have an unplayable army. They'll be able to go to Gen Con with Kingmaker's armies and not be able to field tournaments. And unplayable casters, because those casters are supposed to be legal as well. So. Uh, yes. Yes. So the update has to happen before the weekend. Cause, yes, because they're on uh, ADR for the weekend as well. Yeah. Um, which is going to be interesting to see anybody trying. I have. Uh, but you were saying I can still build at 50 points uh, the old um, double Mage Hunter, Colossal, and Snipe Feet Go. I can still do that for 50 points, whether it works any as good. I mean, they get one turn of it, but I guess that's a feat turn, so you need to make it count. Um, Nothing quite works the way it used to. No. I'm sick of all these um, lists. Uh, Madrak 2. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, that's, that's, that, needs to be, <laughs> oh that needs to be fixed. I, 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 I'd looked at him, and I thought, doesn't look too bad. Then I heard, uh, then I, I heard he, all the things in combination and went, oh. It may be because I've started watching a retro, a retro 90s sci-fi show, but he is a dream-given form. He is, you know what? It, I played him, and I played him fairly defensively, didn't rush him in to try and charge and stuff, and he's still amazing. It, I, I can't die, I can't die, I can't die. It's great. I, I'm it's just more impressed that you're watching Babylon 5. But <laughs> it's, you it's, know, I, t- I asked the question, do you know online, do you know what Kosh's first words are in the, in the gathering, in the pilot? It's amazing. Really? Yeah. What are they? Do you know what they are? I, I haven't watched The Gathering in you, you Donkey's Year. No, I hadn't. I went back and watched it um, Jeffrey yesterday. He, he When he is poisoned, when he meets Jeffrey Sinclair, yeah. who is not is the fake Jeffrey Sinclair, he says, Entel Zar Valen. Oh, oh, wow. Well. This is amazing. Everything's ruined now. <laughs> From then on. <laughs> But, nobody, but you never knew yeah, what it meant. You never then. knew what it meant until... until you get to the episode, you kind of go, "What?" And then you get to the episode, and you go, "Oh!" And you go, "Fuck!" Until is, you get to Babylon the, Four. Is it then... the gathering where Delenn is still vaguely male yeah. as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's clearly the same actress. It's clearly Mira Furlan. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, um, they changed the concept for the race from being sort of ambiguously gendered to being more masculine. Well, they, the warrior class guy looks like warrior class, but she looks so different. Um, and yeah. they it much better by the time. And there's lots of changes between the, between the pilot and them going live with the it. Ga- it yeah, yeah, the gathering didn't air very well, and it didn't, and it hasn't stand the test of time that well. No, even. but to go back and watch it, just, I think, just for that one line. Yeah. Well, to be fair, B5 has suffered, suffered tremendously uh, because they lost the special effects footage. Um, originally, the special effects were shot at 69 and cropped down to 4.3. Yeah, but when it before the DVD release came along, the special effects studio burned down. And oh they, wow! They lost all the sixteen nine footage. So what you see is uh, basically cropped or expanded versions of the four three special effects, which is oh, quite no. cool. It which got a lot better. Terrible. I know the 
I know the gathering was rendered on a on a couple of Amigas. Yeah. Really? Later it wasn't, but the gathering was. Yeah, the gathering was all took decades to do it on hours. Give, uh, but it was it all a, rendered on a couple of Amigas. Give it another fifteen years. Uh, and I reckon they'll be able to come up with some kind of stellar remastered version of B5 that will look fantastic, uh, but at the moment it's just going to look like shit. It's surprising how many cast members are dead, though, if you actually uh, go Gary Doyle it. died last week. Yeah, well, yeah uh, I know, I know. You've got Garibaldi as your photo, haven't you, Benj? Yeah, yeah. It, the sad I, thing I, about I him was... Him. I googled him mainly to see, because I thought I'd read somewhere he was an alcoholic um, and seen the connection, and I googled him and went, No, he died last week, fuck! Yeah. yeah. And he was a bit of a right-wing radio talk, talk nut by yeah, the end, yeah. but but he was still he Mr. Garibaldi. He's a, he's a right-wing libertarianist. What the fuck is that? Uh, don't ask. Super right-wing. Yeah, but Trump. it's libertarianism. Yeah. It's libertarian. What the fuck? Uh, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't mean. It doesn't. Libertarian in the US has has a very different meaning to oh. the uh, British version. Do you think? Yes. Okay. Uh, libertarian in the US is um, closer to what we'd call anarchy. Um, where you're talking about a severe restriction or destruction of government um, in pro, order... Again, so right-wing in the, in the US, pro-corporate, that kind of stuff. Go, yeah, uh, gun-toting. Actually, actually, not necessarily pro-corporate, more pro-market. Right, yeah. So so it is the belief that the market will always correct... I'm sorry, this has gone very philosophical, even for a, a pre-show thing. Well, can we just go back to Babylon 5? <laughs> because... <laughs> Because that bit when they start talking about the shadows and yeah. they're in the fucking room and oh that bit and and the bit where they make the where they start talking about ancient Earth history and World War yeah. Two and how Churchill had like the choice and it was just like Church, Coventry, yeah yeah shit's coming and and the psychor and all those uh, storylines that were never expanded on I do think the most fantastic episode that shows the one where um, oh the second uh, Captain of Babylon 5. Uh, Sheridan. Sheridan. No, Sheridan, yeah. Sheridan. Sheridan yes. Where he's been captured by the Earth forces and is being tortured. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The guy with the corned beef sandwich who describes yes. his sandwich. That, oh, that, oh. Is, that is a, it's, it's an utterly horrendous and awful but also brilliant episode. Mm. Uh, and uh, it's one of those... It, that is engraved in my brain. Somebody, um, somebody on Twitter mentioned the Marcus Neroon fight. and I think that's right up there. Oh yeah. Marcus fights Neroon and Marcus gets beaten half to a pulp fighting Neroon. That was amazing. That was good. Um I the T V movie was the first one, the beginning was pretty good as well. I love that. That's yeah. so good. And it is Especially it, watching the early stuff, especially watching the early stuff where we've got Lanier coming in early on and she's going, I can't have an age, you won't look up but I'm like, Oh, it's amazing because that's what happens in the beginning with her. So yeah. good. Yep. Oh, it was so it's that's it that's serious. Dear God. Uh, the one thing, though, is that after... It's five seasons, isn't it? After season four, yeah. and I know why, yeah. it, it kind of just falls off. Um, if you rewatch it, it's better than I remembered it being. Not yeah. that I've got that far this time, but I've watched it again since, and it's much better than I remember. I, yeah, you know why. They crammed all of it in season four because they thought it was finishing and could make season five, and then they got funding for it afterwards. Yeah. But I like what they did and then changes and stuff, but it would have been better to have four spread out into five as well. They, it would be much better. They ran out of good baddies. They, I mean, the draft well, in the that, Crusades. Not just, not just that, they... Um, they didn't think it was going to be season five, so they crammed yeah. the story, the five-year story arc, into season four, end of three, and into four. Which is four why is... the back half of season four is just so fast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a long time. I only just started rewatching one. Get the fuck out of our galaxy, etc. Oh yeah, yeah. 
pretty much go from uh, Babylon 5 declaring independence yeah. to we're... <laughs> I love 3. Season 3 is just awesome. Season 3 uh, is the best one by far. I, I believe we're being listened to by Matt Townsend because he's asked if we're chatting about Babylon 5, and yes, we no, are. No, we're definitely not. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. To quote Space, Babylon 5 is a big pile of shit. Get, Get out! out. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, Babylon yes. 5. I've got a half-assembled stuff here. Oh, this here. letter's rubbish. Stop that. <laughs> Don't go into space. That's a whole... Are we just going to turn this into the TV episode? Oh. Not TV. Space what I should have fan... said space is let's is get fantastic. colour trial and see what we think then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that series in far too long. What's weird, though, now, I've enjoyed watching it again. I watched it again. We watched some of them again recently. Um, but what I... What what's weird now is when I watched it originally, I was single and and had my own place, and now with kids and everything else, it's kind of it's a different perspective on the entire thing. I found the house, by the way. I know where the house is. Really? Where is it? Oh, the real Galaxy Gardens. I know exactly. I know exactly. Well, Meteor Street. I know exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, so I know somewhere else I was thinking of. I know exactly where that house is. Um, yeah. My mate lived um, in Dalmeny Avenue, which is the back of Holloway Prison um, in um, Top of Camden, and where Camden sort of meets Kentish Town. Um, and we walked towards the tube, and he just walked me down the street on purpose, waiting for me to see it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I know. I could take you there without any well, the, 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 the the living room that uh, Daisy's in in the first episode is actually the living room of that building. I thought none of the interiors were inside that building, apart from the hallway. No, the the, the living room that's in the first episode. Oh, yeah. The one that she le the house she leaves. Oh yes, 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 it yeah, is. Yeah. That one is the, the living yeah. room of that house. Yeah, yeah but then the interior is on the house. It's all the wrong way around for a start. It's just backwards. It's the wrong way around. Yeah, it's it's all very weird. But uh, that that's a series. I really hope that if they ever do anything to bring it back, it is a five minute short, and that's it. There's a there is a five there is less than five minutes of them with a baby. I, I, I did vaguely it's know that. Second not... season. If you buy the bigger box set. The special yeah. edition box set. There's a a very short bit of them a few years later with the little baby. You don't really yeah. get much exploration. I I bought the uh, the individual DVDs with the uh, the weird Phantom Menace cover. Uh, no, sorry, no, sorry, before the weird Manta, uh, Phantom yeah. Menace cover, rather, because uh, that was the one that was on the uh, the big. Uh, I got the double box, the initial double box set. There's, there was one afterwards, and I watched my mates' extras that were on it. I love the subtitles on the second season and the uh, um where you can put the geek subtitles on. <laughs> yes. I, I, I do have series that did like improved versions of those. Um, it, it was an anime series, but they had they this thing called AD Vid Notes, and there were so many in-jokes in the series that like pop-up video on uh, VH1, they used to pop up all the facts on screen about yeah. what was flying past at any one time. Wait, which series was that? That rings a bell. XL Saga. And XL Saga, yeah. I it was that. But community, but community is of a similar ilk in a way that it makes tons of cultural geeky references. Community all is amazing. I still need to watch that like, the previous season. Very good. The, the first season's a bit ropey. Or the first couple of episodes are ropey. Yeah, it gets it's it's very quickly, but you're right. The first few are a little bit, what? Yeah. It's once they get a handle on how bonkers they can be that, that yeah. you're kind of... Uh, really the paintball episodes are all good. All of those are brilliant. Yes. And the Halloween's it was good. We, we we should probably get together some sort of plan for this episode, I suppose. Uh, there's a new there's a new beer moth preview. <laughs> oh Matt, we won't stop talking about DVDs, don't worry. Can uh, can we uh, since we're a few of number, can we try and keep it a bit shorter tonight, or are we going for the full hog? Uh, I, I suspect it will be a bit shorter just naturally because yeah. um, 
we can talk about all the new preview of the releases, uh, what we think about the new casters coming up. Um, I'll be honest, there's no kind of... I don't have any plan for a topic. If anything organically spawns, oh well. Um, then we'll do a spelling it out and um, any other business. Hey, baby. If that's all right with everyone? Yeah, why yeah. not? Um, so the things that I've got to highlight as new releases are we've got the the new behemoth, which uh, that that looks that looks like a big bugger. Um, yeah, something like that. Looks a bit chunkier. I like that. Chunky, chunky monkey. Uh, now, one of the, I, I haven't seen. I knew they were coming, but I hadn't seen before the two-player battle boxes. What do you mean? Uh, I'm. I mentioned them before. Okay, so we can skip those. Uh, well, you you, you were say you said at the time, let us not hypothesize about these, but I'd seen them, and then we. I think we touched on them actually another episode. Okay, we can skip those. Yeah. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah. Um. I think we've done pretty much anything else. Uh, oh, we've got bloody Buccaneer Brewscar, naturally. Oh, yeah. Just looks at that. God, the, the private insider feed, feed is just... Ah! It is terribly organised. Drop that. Didn't mean to drop ah! that. Irata. Oh, yes. That's what we talk about. I did panic when I saw Madrak's name. Yeah, no, no. Don't take away Berserk. Don't take away Berserk. They, they didn't. What what was the was there much from that errata? I can't honestly remember. Um, dead was the um true site has been slightly reworded in a way that I can't understand. Cloud and it's it? no um, ignores clouds. Does it ignore cover and concealment? It never ignored it? cover ever. It doesn't ignore concealment anymore. It just yeah, it, it doesn't ignore right. concealment. It just ignores clouds when determining so, concealment away. I think I think that's what they've done. But, they, but you ignore clouds, ignore stealth. Right. Yeah. Yes. You ignore cloud effects when determining line of sight, so you can still get the concealment from them, but you okay. can shoot things through the other side. Uh, ignore cloud effects would ignore concealment, wouldn't it? No. You ignore them when determining oh. line of sight, but not when determining what you're running to hit. Oh. So you still get the concealment. It's the, That's the traditional way of doing it. It's really weird. Um, um, I see. I'll be honest. Most of the stuff in the errata is pretty. It's just. It's um, a lot of typo corrections and stuff. It's yeah. a lot of editing. I think. It, I think it's worth mentioning just so that um, people are aware that. And that we read it. Not that most of their list will uh, have missed it, but. Matt's furiously going <laughs> to find it now. Shield. Add the shield icon to the devout shield. <laughs> Oh, that's that's slightly terrible. Uh, or or well. giving giving an extra 0.5 inches of range to Karchev's open fist. That was uh, that was nerf patch ages ago, wasn't it? They didn't. Uh, sorry, it was stealth patched. Sorry, yeah. a while ago. Yeah, that that was a rules forum. Yeah. Uh, um, can't remember. There wasn't much that got actually changed for mercenaries. It was like uh, flank, gang fighter, tactician, humulator. Oh yes, Ram got taken off something because he worked. Oops. Yeah, we had Cleave taken off a model that had um, oh takedown. Right. Yeah, Cleave. If you destroy a model, get another attack. Takedown. If you would destroy a model, remove it from play instead, so you can never take the second attack. Dun dun dun. It was. And um, before we actually start, I've been doing, I've done something that's quite oh no, just in my just in Matt's tweets. Um, I've been cycling two nights in a row. Good lord. Yeah, I did right. twelve. I did uh, five and a half kilometers. Last night I did thirteen. Uh, thirteen. You're not becoming some sort of health freak, are you? What in two days? Mm, probably not. 
but um, I you know, you do some exercise. Cast him out. I put a bit of weight on. I don't like it. Uh, you, you're getting rid of the extra tire, are you? Shut up. I don't want to call it that. <laughs> um, full inside. Yeah, that's a cough. Because there's better pictures of the. Uh, I pressed the next page and it's still got Ilara and Malakov at the top. <laughs> just why? Why is there not just a Prothea inside a page? See. Because no. Right. Okay. I'm gonna have to go through the forums. Well, that's a sad state of affairs. I know. It means it means potentially exposing myself to people on the forums. No. All the hate. Uh, so that's ten thousand years of hate. Jokes. I was going for a killing joke actually, but my mind was going then rather than that. Yeah. Oh, watch the killing joke the other week. I watched that. I was talking about the band, but I've also watched Killing Joke. It's okay. very good. Went to the cinema. First forty minutes was weird. Um, like, this is not from the comic. When it, it it's preamble, but that's what happens before the comic. Yeah, I, I kind of get why it's there. I mean, it's there so that people who haven't kind of well, context. Up with everything. Yeah, nearly twenty something years old. So yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's weird. I think it's preamble. I, I, the, the the weird bit though is the added sex scene that's being looked on by a gargoyle. The gargoyle's pervy. I like it. The the amount of laughter that I got in air cinema was you saw just... it in the cinema that's awesome I didn't know it was yeah. had a release yeah I uh, went to the cinema we had uh, a preview bit with uh, Mark Hamill talking about uh, why he'd come back for the role uh, then we had he said actual... he wasn't going to do it until they did that I thought yeah but then, then we had the actual film then after that we got uh, like a ten minute thing on the soundtrack uh, and everyone who attended got a statue of the Joker awesome. Uh, which for 15 quid wasn't too bad. No, can't complain at all. So I've got Ali Jake, Durant, Iarcos, Elara, and down the bottom, because he only gets like two pictures, Malakov. Are they all the um, character juniors, or is it my imagination? There's only Gaston left. So, is it, so are, the, are, the, are the character juniors not character juniors anymore? Uh, no, they are. They're, they are. They exist like Hayley 1, Hayley yeah, 2. So this, is like, so, this is like epic versions that are for Warcasters, yeah. right? So, so these would be you know, Iarcos 2 and Durant 2. Yes. Yeah. You can't take the one versions in the same arc. No. Because that would be weird and Haley-ish. Yeah, very. It's, it's weird, though, because the other ones aren't technically full Warcasters or Warlocks. The so. other ones aren't what? They're not technically Warcasters or Warlocks. There aren't any Warlocks. No, there there are. They're, they're, yeah, you've, got, you've got the, 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 the blacksmith in Trolls. Are you, Una, the Falconer. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing. I'm scrolling down, and uh, they're not coming out. They're not coming out now. They're coming out of the next uh, yeah, major convention. Uh, yeah, they're not previewed yet. No. But also they're doing. They're doing. Um. Oh, that's quite interesting then. I quite like that. I'm looking forward to the blacksmith. Is it? Uh, am I still here? Are you still there? What can happen? I don't know. It kind of. Uh, Mike's frozen in terror. Frozen in time. <laughs> frozen in terror and time and space and lethargy. Cool. Alison Jakes. <laughs> oh, he's still stuck there. What is going on? The world that's named, we're all going to die. No. No, but then you got like Fiana coming out as well. She's um, she's gonna have a full war- warlock version. He looks like Junior Irisk, doesn't he? He does. It's really not very it's like satisfying. Irisk point four. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, oh, welcome to Elite Cadre. <laughs> it kind of broke. Um, I'm looking forward to the, uh, I can't remember his name right now, because it's Horgle. Horgle. Yes, Horgle and Strike. Horgle with, where, if, he st- if he has cheaper, I know it isn't in the new version anyway, but if he gets, if he has any kind of affinity with the Pyron, um, if he maintains that, that'd be awesome. Oh, that stuff has been the death of the Vang. Losing that point discount. 
on the uh, slag troll. It's taken me ages to realise how fucking amazing he is now. <laughs> He's got an extra dice on his melee attack as well as his range now against against constructs. One charge is four dice, power thirteen. Yeah, that's not pleasant. Yeah, for like ten points, get in there, bring down a fucking heavy. It's it's like when I realised that uh, the mangler, despite everything else apart from like one character jack losing it, still has aggressive. So in a world where it gets free focus, it still gets free charges and runs. Wow. It's it's absolutely nutty. Uh, and the fact for Mercs that it's, you know, plus one death on all the other jacks and has Thresher. Yeah, having uh, McBain have that thing make like seven attacks a turn. Filth. Filth. Utter filth. I think it's interesting these things are gradually, even the you could have read it to start off with, but only when you come to put it stuff on the table, you go, that's really good. I, I mean, I looked at the rover in this edition and thought, eh, it's all right. Then I put it on the table and went, oh, okay, yeah, that works, because it's now a kind of Merc primary range jack um, and also a big, heavily armoured bastard. Um, the fact that with uh, oh, McBain's armour, um, the one that prevents systems going down, it's armor 22 standing out there at the front with a one-inch melee range and three attacks on the charge. What? You, lo- you lose the point of power over the other ones, but in Mercs, that's not a problem because you just go, okay, uh, Rust Bomb, Ragman, go. It's effective power 21. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, obnoxious. This, this is why I have kind of... Uh, uh, yeah, whole of the discussion. Whole of the discussion. Anyway, sh- shall we begin? Welcome to Elite Cardry. There's not many of us. There you go. That'll do as an intro. That's it. We need some ripping yarns quotes. <clears throat> I really need a drink. Yeah, I had to stop and go get one, actually. It's very hot. So I'll, I'll be back in about five minutes. Okay. Um, yeah. dis- discuss amongst yourselves what we want to do for spelling it out. Um, I- I'm going to guess hordes. I think something from Cult of Cirrus. May- maybe trolls. Does anyone here actually play? Does anyone actually play cock? No. Uh, Nick will when he's back. Anyway, I'm going for drink. Okay. He's been derogatory about Nick there, wasn't he? Yeah. He was calling Nick cock. (laughs) He was. Where's uh, where is Alex? Anyway, no. He's he's speaking of cocks. No, that's terrible. So, uh, okay, I I really want to go to a tournament. Just haven't got the time right now. No, I struggled with it, um, and it was um, I'd had the kids a lot leading up to that week last weekend, and I had to turn around and said, "Is there any way I can have for Saturday to myself?" I I, I had to get the kids up and drop them to their mum for eight o'clock in the morning to then get myself down to Exeter. So it was a it was an effort, um, mm. but it meant that I thought I need a warm up game. I'm really losing confidence in my ability to go play in Cardiff. I need to go to something, and then the guys in Exeter would try to talk me into it anyway. Um, hmm. So I thought I needed to um, I needed to go and play something, um, and it was a smaller game. I thought, you know what? I thought ask us find out if I can because didn't she? she didn't I didn't think she was away on Saturday for college or anything. She's pretty much finished. Um, so yeah, thought let's just do it. I'm just um, going to check our local that I was mentioning earlier just to see what the numbers are actually for the weekend. I know I can't attend, but I just want to see. So we're in 2016. Hmm. Can't be good when the numbers. I'm still in the top six, and I think I've only played one game there at the moment. So, oh, I'm in the top six so of the various rounds that we've had so far. Oh, they haven't updated. Journeyman, journeyman. What was it you were talking about? Yeah. Oh well, no. It's um. So before we knew about Mark, it was really, so 
they they track basically all year like the tournaments and then have a grand winner and and it wasn't a journeyman it was just an ongoing you know sort of thing that they ran as part of their you know thing the last tournament i can't actually see any updates on okay round one results Round two, so the first tournament was February, so March. There should have been a tournament in April, which might have been cancelled. Oh, uh, yeah, so there wasn't a round two, but there was a round three. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's many sign-ups. Let me just see. So I think I'm I really miss the, the drive-in. I must I must love Chris's events in Oxford. Um, so I think I'm inclined to go... Oh, no, there was a round two. It wasn't round two, but it was very and around three. Round four is this weekend, which is still listed as thirty-five points um, plus fifteen for the last game, taking it up to what was a fifty-point. At the moment, they've only got one person signed up on the list. It's really bad. It doesn't seem to be pulling in. Well, the that's interest. for the Milton Keynes event. Yeah. yeah. When's that? This Saturday. Okay. It's disconcerting, really, because that if they stop doing that, can't think of a shop. Quite nearby that would do that. Oh, which shop is that? Simon Keynes. What's that called? It's uh, Games. War Games. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Carl. Yeah. Um, he's been supporting, and it's the Guardians of Tear that run the. Um, I don't. I don't know him personally, but I used to before Firestorm really picked up. I used to buy from him, and I bought my first Ford stuff from him. Um, and used to have quite a good sort of email conversation with him about stuff, but I can't say that. I've never met him face to face. I don't know. No, it's a really good. It's not him that actually runs the tournament. I mean, it's his place. It's his but store, it's a, isn't it? Yeah. It is his store. Now, it's a gaming group that run, and they're right. both they're they're both press gangers, but they run uh, tournaments in Northampton and Milton Keynes, and they have one of the biggest X-wing tournaments as well. Cool. Um, that takes place at like a hotel, basically. Every year, I don't know how that's going away. There's more turnout, it seems, at the Northampton one, but I guess that's in a. Well, it's not even really. I mean, Milton Keynes, you would think that they would get more. I just don't really want to see it die, but I can't do much to support it at the moment. Right, we're supposed to be deciding about spelling it out, aren't we? He said about trolls. Um, I can't think of done it trolls. I don't know. I'm when it when people start talking about hordes, I just shut off. (laughs) Really, I think it's all the same game. I just see it as the same. Really? Well, yeah, it's, totally yeah. the same game. I just, it's just, it's just, I don't care for the aesthetics. So. Okay, so. I play both, so I don't kind of, I don't distinguish the just. The same. How did your uh, BattleBox game go with your, um, with your daughter? Uh, so, by we, the way? We, so, have you opened the new BattleBox? If you hadn't, have you looked? Yeah, the, but it's a little so, treasure trove in there. So I got out the the first training stuff, and we got halfway through the training stuff, and we haven't got back to it yet. But we went halfway okay. through the basics because I'm very much she's nine. We've played a lot of board games. We played Zombicide. We played um, we played Super Dungeon Explore and those kind of things. So she's aware yeah. of that concept, but not the inches, the moving, uh, measuring movement. That was something that she struggled with, um, but she did get it. Um, so I think we've got to go back to it again. She's keen to go back to it again. She's loving the models, loving the Legion. We need mm. to um, find more time to play more of it. Um, so it almost feels when you open that box that the models should be pre-assembled. I know that. Yeah, it does. I agree. No, no, I agree. It does. And I think that would be even more. And that's another thing as well. When you try and explain to people, people still don't understand how th- um, who are not used to this understand how models move without like a grid system. They're like, how do they move on the back? Do you just randomly just move things? And it's like, no, you got tape measure, a tape measure. And you still get responses like that in this day and age. And yeah. Like, 
No. So, Warlocks, then. I haven't played Ragnar Sky Split, I don't really want to do him. Why don't uh, we do... He's apparently very good, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to buy a troll battle box, so I will buy him when he comes out in his own. Okay, good luck. Whatever that is. <laughs> uh, I would like the Retribution one in metal, I can tell you that. The plastic... Yeah, actually, the, that's the sad thing is... Still might troll plastic. Battle so, the single one might still be plastic. I don't care, I'm quite happy with that, but I just want him on his own. I don't want the battle well, box. Well, that's because the troll one is quite well sculpted, and like has come out quite well in the plastic. Yeah, yeah. And the Retribution one's a bit... Um, as I've also seen with Kozlov and the Signal One leaves one lots of redesired as well. <sighs> I don't know. Don't know. Maybe we should do Scorn. Maybe we should mock Scorn. It's the other thing we could do. Scorn caster. Uh, um, just looking at it as a caster that's quite different. It's the reshape, but but um, I still do like Grizel too. I used to play her a lot. <laughs> and her feet's better, better again. Grizel 1 and 2 are very similar to what they were. They've changed them in spells, but they're doing the same job as they always did. So they're the same. Grim 1 is the same. Scold is the same. Give or take. Magic Bullet, Quicken, Tactical Supremacy, World Secrets, same spell list, same feet. Mm, is he looking at Scorn, you think? Well, I, I just want to mock score. them. I mean, Alex used to, I think. but Used to what? Well, that's not good. He's not here. What? Alex used to play Scorn? Oh, yes, he did. The only one in, in Trolls we could do is, is Ragnar Skysplitter. Because we've done... We must have done nearly all the others. Not in Mark 3. Yeah, but they're, so, they're almost all the same. I've restarted the spreadsheet, I don't care. Well, oh. I've played Madra. We could do Calandra then. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I'll just switch off. No, don't switch off. It'd be engaged. It's an amazing thing. I, I don't... I can't engage. I don't play them and have very little respect so why don't for you, Trolls. That's a good thing we could we could open up with that because I'm intrigued by this. I think it's an interesting topic of why, why you see it differently. So I think we should... Benji and I have just been talking and I said about Hordes. As soon as you say Hordes, I switch off. I'm like, it's the same game. It literally is. And I... I don't dispute that. It's just the side of the game that I don't, I'm not really interested in. Different factions have different aesthetics, but I don't see a difference in aesthetic between War Machine and Hordes. Hmm. Hmm. I do see a bit of a difference in aesthetic because the, the Horde stuff is generally a bit more rough and ready. It is more feral. I mean, it uh, is even uh, yeah. even the trolls. Yeah, uh, trolls kind of have a. Uh, um, they're slightly more regimented. They're they slightly a, more regimented. They have a military edge. Which, but he's still rough and ready version of a lot of Signar. Scorn, though, Scorn is is quite. Uh, no, true. Uh, it's the regiment. base. It, it's the base that turned me off. The, you've got all this regimented armor and all this, and then you got a giant bleeding fucking elephant. Um, elephant that's half dead and running at you. That that just destroys. I mean, you can you know in the are old we, are we sort gonna, of we come back because I think this is quite a good comeback okay. topic to lead and then lead into spelling it out where he can snore. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I, I might mute myself at that stage. Oh God! Well, I got nothing. I got nothing to. Uh, literally, what could I add? What well, could it's I, the same. It's a warlock and a warcast do the same thing. They are the same thing. I know, but what can I? I don't. I know when you'll spell it out, and you'll be like, "What do you think of that?" And I'll be like, "Sounds great." You know. I mean, I don't play it. Okay. Uh, uh, this is the thing, though, Ben. Yeah. I have not played the majority of Horde's factions. Okay. I still chip in with the commentary on the spells when we get to them because 
I have opinions on them. I, I, I can look at Calandra's spell list and say what I think about Befuddle or Bullet Dodger, regardless of whether or not I'm interested in the caster. If I look at the total package of everything, I can still say, how does this add to or detract from this thing in isolation? And boobs. It's got boobs. <laughs> that's, almost, that's almost bestiality. Yeah. It's not! They're people! Trolls aren't people. Hashtrag <laughs> trollized. Trolls we, aren't people. Weird, oh, blue, noseless my people. God. They're not. They're my not. Also, they're, they're also Benj, you would be particularly interested in Calandra because her weapon is, got a big axe, is, 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 is what you are 98% constituted from. What? Verbal diarrhea? Nope. Salt. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we get? I want to progress beyond salt. I am, I am. So to determine that you'll be a happier person. I am no, I no. I just want to progress beyond salt because there must be something worse than being salty. I'm sick of that. I feel, I find that really like tame. The, I don't understand the, what you mean. The the hatred that I have is like for for a lot of things. You are just... you are you are pure medical grade sodium chloride. No, yeah. Oh oh. Could could salt like progress beyond even that? You know. No, beyond pure salt. Literally, <laughs> sodium chloride. It is the it purest is form of salt. I, I know, but maybe they're making even purer. You know, like okay, distilled may, may, sodium. May, bench. Maybe you could be ammonium chloride, which is <laughs> which is the kind that is used in Finnish licorice. Which gives it a very distinctive burning sensation as well as being salty. <laughs> when you eat it and then when you wee later. Yeah, uh, when it just comes out the end, burns a little. Let's oh. you know you're alive. Finnish licorice is, as a result, a very acquired taste. Mm. I, I love the stuff. but oh, um, I, That sounds amazing. I do like salty licorice, actually. Yeah. Uh, Finnish, oh, what's it called? Uh, salmiaki. Uh, somebody brought back some of that shit when they went to Europe from work. Uh, when they went to... One of the... there, there is a shop in Litchfield near where I used to live. That's not uh, Eastern Europe. Uh, shush. <laughs> um, there's a shop, shop, shop in Litchfield near where I used to live uh, that actually did um, salmiaki as part of its uh, not pick and mix, but as it was a like traditional sweet shop with like jars of things that you could order by the quarter. Um, it was a beautiful place, and and their salmiaki was absolutely fantastic. It, it's not relevant, but it's, just, it's an interesting story. Good. It's kind of like you said, Selma Hayek, or whatever her name is. I can assure you that salted Finnish licorice and Salma Hayek are two very different things. Salma Hayek is a gay man warlock. <laughs> you're not, you're not still on that one, are you, Kurt? But you brought it up. You did it first. I anyway, did. should come back. You, you invaded Poland. Yes. 